Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the Sports Brew. And this, my friends, it's so late at night when we're starting. This is a Freestyle Friday. So let's go and get this party started up here in the basement proper. Got the Sports Brew crew up on the Zoom call, chilling like some villains that they are. Hopefully they've been more nice than naughty, but we'll see who gets coal in their stocking this Christmas. Might just all be Whitfield. You never know. Failhorn definitely gets a bunch of coal. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, man, it is good to actually hear his voice. I, I had almost forgotten what he sounded like. I'd almost forgotten what he looked like. But that's right. The one and only D-Stat, the degenerate, is up in the house tonight. How about that? So, for old time's sake, let's go ahead and hit that cue. You ready, bro? Yes, sir. Three, brew, and fun. Woo! <laughs> Oh, it's good to hear your voice, man. It, it's nice to know that Darnay Holmes, the reason you're finally here is that Darnay Holmes is no longer holding you down. He's just holding Curtis Samuel in the end zone. So I'm glad, that, <laughs> I'm glad that he could let go of you long enough that you could reappear on the sports brew. It's You're welcome. He's, he said I could have some free time, so yeah, yeah I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, no, it's good to see you, man. It's been a long time. So yes, and I figured, of course, of course, if there's any time you're going to reappear, it's after that, that ridiculous Washington, New York game that I, honestly, I know what actually brought you back. You had money on that Eastern Illinois, Iowa game where Eastern Illinois was a 31 and a half point underdog, a spread, <laughs> by the way, a spread so large that most sports books wouldn't even let you pick Eastern Illinois straight up for a win. <laughs> and they beat Iowa ninety-two to eighty-three, dude. They are Dang. the they are the first underdog of thirty or more points to win outright in the past thirty seasons. Wow, mm -hmm. that's really what brought, that's really what brought Mark back. <laughs> <laughs> A bad beat on Eastern Illinois. <laughs> Mark no. Mark had him with one uh, confidence point in pickle. Yeah, how about that? How about so that? I do want to ask you about the Mets, but let's go ahead and get everybody up in this piece, uh, and then we can uh, bounce around on a couple of topics. All right. Speaking of dropping bombs, and I'll... Bro. Bro, there's a lot of things that happen that are wild in the NFL. This was a hell of a week, by the way. Three walk-off touchdowns. I think that was either... The, is that the second time it ever happened in the NFL? It was wild uh, to have multiple, like, three walk-off touchdown games, man. It was absolutely insane insane what you talking about man like i recorded the game bro and i now watched the first half and then i was just like oh this is we're good we're going i just turned it off i didn't Dude. watch the second half i have I mean, <laughs> I, and i'm dead serious about that i have not watched the second half you don't need to you don't want to look you didn't watch it the colts didn't play it i guess it all bounces oh, out no. bro Bro, that was oh. one of the most disgusting efforts I have ever seen in the second half of football. I mean, kudos to the Vikings, right? Kudos to the Vikings. Yeah. A third. Well, I mean, it's a third. It's a. It's a cult. It's a collapse and a comeback. You don't get one without the other. Look, man, I right? gotta tell you. Not only did the Colts take Frank Reich's job away, but they took his largest comeback away as well. Bro, how do you fuck that up? <laughs> how? Do you fuck that up? Thank you. I mean, they should. Jeff Saturday. They, how? Should, they should lower a banner 
right? They, they, that's a game that's so atrocious. They should lose a banner in their stadium. I don't know. You you pick the one that has to go, but one of them has to go. Whatever that AFC finalist BS was, <laughs> take that one the take hell that. out of there. Bro. Again, we saw some wild things this weekend. I cannot believe that they found a way to give that game away. Again, credit to the Vikings, man. Cousins and Jefferson... Some of it's, you want to say it's stat padding, that's fine. You want to say they had no choice, they had to be aggressive, so be it. But 33 to donut, and they come back. Yeah. I mean, that was was unbelievable, dude. You know, and I'm I'm watching that first half, and, you know, it just felt like the Vikings kept, I don't know, pressing, because, like, you try to go for it on fourth and one when you're down 10 and nothing in the first quarter. Like, dude, just punt that away. Matt Ryan's the quarterback on the other side. You're fine. <laughs> but, no, you go for it and you give him 30 yards. Of course, he's going to get a touchdown. Yeah. Then you do a fake punt where you get stuck in your own, you know, your own zone. It's like, dude, just punt the ball. Matt Ryan's on the other side. Like, the Colts got 27 points off of Minnesota mistakes in the first half. Which is incredible. Yes. Like, just don't... I mean, it was 36-7 late in the third quarter. I I, I got nothing. I I, I really don't. The Vikings, by the way, became only the second team in 1,551 regular season or playoff games to trail by 30 or more points and still win. I got nothing. And they did... Yeah, you're right. They did... They effed Frank Reich again. (laughs) They they screwed him again. Here... I mean, this game is great. Like, the Vikings had two fumble returns for touchdowns wiped out by a whistle, right? And, and there's a theme to this past week, and I hope they get all this crap officiating out of the way before the playoffs. Because the Vikings, Bro. I mean, the Vikings got hosed and still came back to win that game. Mm-hmm. And, and every time Justin Jefferson went out, you know, Cousins is like, I'm going to throw to Jalen Rigger. Boom. And then they got picked off. I mean, they had they had so many weird things go against them, and they still came back to win that game. I mean, if that's not a sign from the football gods that this ain't your year, I don't know what else is. Well, who was it? Bill Ingvall? Here's your sign. That, that, <laughs> yeah. Literally, dude. There's your sign. <clears throat> that was awful, dude. But how do you – I don't know. I, like, I know we're going to Nick Foles now, but how do you not go to Nick Foles in that game? I, I don't I don't know that it would have mattered. I mean, it, you know, it's so strange. Like, the Texans have, have been really com- scrappy competitive, right, the past couple right. of weeks. And you think mm-hmm. about the Colts, and I know you got a bye week in there, but they played a tremendous game up until the fourth quarter against the Cowboys, right? Right, yeah. And they played a great half against Minnesota. So it's like if it's just the juxtaposition of how they finished both of these games is wild to me. I mean, how how the bottom just like, like it's like let's let's be competitive, and then let's just make sure we get a good draft pick. That's just it's just a self destruction. I mean, it's un- oh my god, it's like they have the self destruct button. Yeah, like Austin Powers, the self destruct button, <laughs> boom, or Spaceballs, or whatever you want, whatever. Movie. We're just gonna eject out of this game. Boop. I mean, I, I just I've seen you know that's like video game failure. I mean, you just don't expect that in the real world. I mean, you that's just like don't. you're playing like all Madden, and you're getting pissed, you're getting beat. Then you took take it to rugby, well, and then you come back to win. no, no, no. Well, in all Madden, the computer cheats. That's why I don't, you know. And I've not played Madden with any regularities. I think since Madden 05 or 06. 
Same. Um, yeah. I, I kind of trailed. I off. got one better for you, Justin. But, it's like you beating Matt. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I I will always remember. I will always remember. Matt talked all this trash to me, and he came over my house uh, with a girl with a I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't call her a girlfriend, but uh, some girl he was talking to, hanging out with, trying to sleep with. You know, the, you know the deal with Matt. And he was talking trash to me about Matt, and I'm like, "Are you sure you want to do this right now?" <laughs> And he just kept going, so I'm like, okay. And for some reason, he he wants me, he wants us to play a game of Madden while she's there, which seems like a bad idea anyway. It's a bad and idea, it's a bad idea. And I went ahead and I scored so much on that motherfucker that uh, there's a point in Madden where the where the school board just doesn't go anymore. I think it's two fifty six, <laughs> and I mean it, oh, it stops. No. Like, it, I mean you you have more points, but you have to just do the math on your own. I mean the counter stops. And so I, I whooped his ass so bad, the counter just stopped. And I mean, like, it, it, what's great is that she was like, all right, I got to go. I'm out. <laughs> so he lost <laughs> in the game, and he lost the girl. <laughs> Damn. Oops. <laughs> bad idea. Bad idea. And like, that's how the failhorn was born. It, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe right. There's, there's lots of layers to the failhorn, but that's one of them. But, like, peak Madden days, I was ridiculous because I had a custom playbook. I had custom audibles. I had custom everything. And, um, I mean, I was very, 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 very into Madden. Uh, but then I just got burned out and I got tired of it. But I always felt like the computer, when you played all Madden difficulty, I always felt like the computer cheated. Like, cheated you. Like, it would just make up impossible gaps on throws. I was going to say, man, it always felt, felt like there was a catch-up mode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh look, there's five yards of separation. Wait a second, he's there instantaneously. How the fuck yeah. did that happen? It always, yeah, right. that was the thing with all Madden. Is like it felt like like they would, you know, how they have the, like the Gumby run. You know what I'm saying? Like they skate, yeah. and all of a sudden they were like bloop, and I'm like, nah, yep, I'm not. I, I forget what the difficulty was. Was there all pro and then all Madden? I think yep. so. I think I, I, I like I, I played on all pro, but I didn't play on all Madden because I just felt like it, it, like the computer just cheated you too much. It was too much crap. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get Randy up in this piece. My God. That's right. Freestyle Friday. 49ers beating ass. Yeah. Go giggity guiles. What's up, bro? Not a whole lot, but uh, two things. First of all, who the fuck is this guy? Seriously, who the fuck <laughs> is this guy over here? No, no, no. Look, 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 look. If we're going to do it, we got to do, do it. I know. I'm just it, trying to set you no, up. No, I hear you. I hear you. I do like I do like Shannon's. Mark entered the transfer portal. I like that one. <laughs> but to see him again tonight, and his hair looks different. Like I don't. This is not what you looked like in your pre-draft assessment, sir. <laughs> you know, you're throwing us curveballs with. It's almost like you went to the Giants and then you left and came back to the Mets. I, I don't. You're, it's very bizarre. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've I've dropped some weight, so I'm 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 drop, dropping down to a lower weight class for my next for my next uh you know YouTube boxing fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's go. good. Well, you know, I mean, for a while there, you kind of looked like a, a, a real-life fathead. So it's good to, that you've knocked some of that off. But, like, all of a sudden, they drafted who? Who the fuck is this? This cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. Who the fuck is this kid? D-Stat Prazingis over here. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. It, it's still, it's still one of the most absolutely ridiculous draft reaction. Like, yeah, I mean that that's an all time. I don't know even know how you can top that. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, so, uh, we could try, but I doubt we did. I even mean, hit it. Or yeah, come close. That one's like so unnecessarily ugly, but it, it's it it could be far worse, right? 
Yeah. Well, so. well the, the funny part about that one is you can tell he's genuinely pissed, and that, that's what makes it mm-hmm. so awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, granted, uh, Przingis didn't really live up to he had a couple years of a lot of hype, but still. Anyway, all right, let's shift gears. It, it, Mark, all kidding aside, it's good to see you. It's good. To, Likewise, it's good to see you. So it's nice to hear Ingen, your voice. Good to be here. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, good to hear your voice. Good to hang out and. Thanks for showing up, you know, for like your second or third one of the NFL season. So you know, <laughs> it counts horseshoes, hand grenades, and Mark showing up to record a podcast, you know, <laughs> after the Giants beat Washington. Inconceivable. <laughs> well, I mean, it's better than Matt going all Dean Warmer over here. So, you know, <laughs> oh, no. Touche. <laughs> yeah. Zero point zero. Oh. Well, we let him off the hook. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hey, where are the white women at? Not with him. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Matt has actually... You know what? (laughs) Whitfield has actually seen the message, so... What? I I don't know. Uh, I doubt he shows up. We'll see. We'll see. He probably looked at his phone and fell back to sleep. True. (laughs) He had to go have a glass of warm milk and go back to bed. (laughs) <laughs> I know how that works. All right. Anyway, let's let's shift gears. Um, so the Mets stuff is kind of crazy. And, you know, if you, number one, if you're a Giants fan, like a San Francisco Giants fan, for clarification here, how do you feel? Like, you know, you had all this hope for Judge. That doesn't pan out. And you bring in Correa. And then, you know, physical issue, whatever. Or, they don't, some, you know, they don't like how something, you know, comes out with the physical and then he's gone now too. So if you're a fan, are you like WTF? What what the hell? Uh, but the flip side of that is, my God, I know y'all have been waiting for you know Cohen to stroke some checks off. That dude is is rolling, bro. What do they have? Three hundred eighty million dollar payroll next season before luxury taxes are even factored in. <laughs> That's crazy. Good on him. Number one, you wanted somebody that could spend some money. Like it, you got them, and if you know if I read this correctly, uh, their luxury tax payment alone is going to be larger than like ten to twelve other teams' entire payrolls. <laughs> Believe it. I mean, that's aggressive, dude. That's aggressive. <laughs> I mean, holy Toledo. So, Mark, you haven't you haven't been with us for a while, other than like random chatter in, in the uh, Facebook message chat, but like. I don't know what's your reaction to what the Mets have done so far this offseason and clearly just chips in, man. They're they're going, bro. Yeah. So I mean it's 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 hard not to be a fan. I will say it is it is it's still sinking in a bit just because I mean yeah. this has not been the Mets way for a while. I mean, suffering through the Will Ponds. Um they did not do this and and you know there's there's two sides of the coin i mean i i often have enjoyed seeing any of my teams and i I think a lot of people you know enjoy this when it's kind of a homegrown kind of team and and you know they 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 really you know grow their way up and and uh from the minor leagues and what have you i mean right now it is a starkly different mets team than you know anything we've seen in the past and you know certainly you know people will you know focus a lot on you know I don't know, buying buying their team to, you know, become a you know super team kind of thing. And, you know, they're entitled to that. And um I get it. 
I'll say for me that the, the, the positives and I mean, it's certainly you know, the, the most aggressive spending has been this year, but I mean, yeah. you know, Cohen's been shown the last few years. I mean, certainly Lindor was the biggest prior right. you know, purchase the last few years. Um, and, you know, people who think that, you know, any player who's, you know, highly uh, sought after is supposed to produce immediately. That sounds great. But I mean, Lindor struggled a little bit in the beginning, but, you know, by the end of the year, his first year at the Mets, you know, it pretty well turned things around and then last year was just phenomenal so anybody who doubted that you know can suck it um but uh are you getting that's, some, that's, are you gonna uh, get some fresh seven line gear uh they haven't been doing as much or is stuff it or I, is it like, nine line of, do i have it wrong is it no seven, you're right actually so, seven, so, line? Seven, yeah, seven line yeah. right. i've got a good amount of it i haven't loved i didn't love what they put out last year we'll see if they do better this year mm-hmm. um <laughs> but uh i still love them and i love them as a group but yeah. um I I feel like the the positives of what Cohen has done versus you know any Joe Schmo who would just you know come in with a ton of money and just want to go on a spending spree is it isn't just willy nilly. I mean I really do feel like they put in the time. I think like, genuinely. I mean I know it, it may. I mean they, they've spent a lot of money and gotten a lot of guys. We did. But um, I feel like you know last year trade deadline. You know every fan would tell you, oh, you know this top top tier pitcher is available, this top tier hitter, blah blah blah. They went out and got you know kind of a mid couple mid tier players, uh, Vogelbach and a few other guys that were you know mid tier and and uh, one was a, a failure. I mean, blanking on who it was right now, but Vogelbach and, and a few of the others were were quality pieces for the rest of the season that they didn't spend a ton of money on. So it's yeah. not just always going after the top guy and spending the most money. Right now, there's a good bit of that, and, and certainly Correa, you know, is the, the, the pinnacle of that. And I'll admit, my standard feeling is I don't love the you know nine, ten plus year deals, twelve year deal. It's just such a long time to expect somebody uh, to be playing at the top top tier level. And I, I usually refer to Pujols as a prime example of why that just kind of doesn't work. Pujols is a Hall of Famer. Pujols is an amazing guy. I got tons of respect for him. But when the Angels, you know, went after him with a ten year deal. It just kind of immediately felt like this is not going to pan out for you guys, and it and it didn't come anywhere close to it. Again, he's a Hall of Famer, and, and so legacy is there. But ten years worth what he was paid for for that, absolutely not, not even close. Um, so you know, uh, I, I have my concerns about the length of the deal, but uh, in terms of the infield boost, Mets immediately have the best infield in baseball. I, I'm just uh, surprised the Padres didn't sign another shortstop. I mean, I just. <laughs> I'm just amazed. Uh-huh. <laughs> but Correa uh, uh, is shifting to third base, right? Yes, Correa is going to take third base, and uh, so yeah, their infield is absolutely stacked. Um, I I loved all the 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 chatter about them getting this uh, Japanese uh, pitcher Sanga, and I wasn't sure if that was going to happen or not. And then pretty quickly, you know, it happens. Yeah. Uh, he he comes with a you know the, the question mark. You never know with the Japanese player if they'll you know live up to being able to, to face off against major league hitters. But I mean, he's got this ghost fork ball pitch that's uh, a awesome name. B if you that check is, out some that, clips that of it, it's it's filthy. It is a filthy pitch that just bottom sinks out of it and so uh it'll be fun to watch him uh verlander feel like you know right kind of price you know they needed to, to fill in the gaps with uh losing to grom i was certainly sad about Degrom leaving but i felt like you know they, they prioritized properly diaz and um nemo and i'm thrilled that they 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 got them back so Degrom 
much as I love the guy and as much as he, he should be beloved by all Mets fans, it's sad to see there's a lot of people who, you know, are hating on him now. Like, you know, how dare he leave us? It's just a bunch of BS. It's a business. Yeah. And the Mets weren't going to pay him pay him nearly as much as another team would because they knew of his injury risk. It's, it's reality. It sucks, but it's reality at, at his age. Um, yeah, it, it, they just weren't. So um, he was the one that I, I was saddest about leaving, but I, I knew he probably would. So. I think they made a lot of great moves, um, and yeah, they're sp- spinning like crazy. But spending it'll be like a very crazy, interesting dude. team. It's going to be a very, very different team to see next year. But I think right now they've made a lot of the great moves, and yeah, I mean, my impression with the Giants is they just—I think they—I don't really buy the the physical stuff because you know they said back issues, but I think that this has been known about him. But it's mm-hmm. nothing that's really significantly kept him off the field at all. I think they just kind of decided in the you know thirteenth uh, hour that they were like, eh, we don't we don't love this deal, so. Yeah, let's let's pass. And I, I imagine Giants fans, you know, plenty of them are maybe pissed about it, but some of them maybe agreed. You know, we we don't want this huge contract. So I don't know, uh, Randy, you're a Mets fan. Are, yeah, are you, I, is, I mean, I mean, this... Mark, Mark legit sounds super excited over here. I'm still trying to process all this because I'm just like, wait a second, we did what? We signed who? <laughs> Hold on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Time out, time out, time. We're spending how much money? There's which, a soundbite for that. Which which <laughs> New York team has spent all this money? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You get, I mean, yeah. Growing up as a Mets fan, it was always the fucking Yankees who were just like, "Hey, look at us with the most bloated freaking spending spree in MLB history here." And all of a sudden, we get a new guy, and he's, he's just new owner. He's like, "All right, I'm Uncle Moneybags here. Let's fucking go for it. Let's do this. Let's go." Let's- I like look, it. Look, I mean, JG Cohenworth over there. I mean, why I not? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, what the hell, man? <laughs> it's, it's it's like this whole thing of like we lost the ground. Fuck. Wait, we're getting who? We're signing. We, oh, okay, okay. That that kind of helps a little bit. Wait a second. We're doing this. We're doing this guy too. Shit. And I'm I'm not used to it. <laughs> I, I've survived as a Mets fan through all the very, the very lean years. <laughs> so this is new territory for me as a Mets fan. I'm not gonna lie. I'm still trying to like go. Is this for real, or am I, you know, am I in some Are you sort dreaming? of dreaming? Yeah, am I in yeah. sort of sort of coma, and my brain is just like, we're gonna spend fuck tons of cash. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's how that's how it feels, right? Yeah. Well, well, Merry Christmas to you, Mets fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> so, it, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough to lose players that you do like, and and you know, in between Thor and Degrom and some of these other losses, you know, over time, I don't know, man. I, I think having lived through an aggressive owner, there's something that's really refreshing. If you come from an organization that maybe has financial struggles or doesn't lay out the money, when you get somebody in that's aggressive and spends money, it's really refreshing, right? And, yeah. I, you know, I don't mean to equate necessarily with what Washington did, because Dan Snyder's a prick, and I, I hate that guy, right, as an owner. But when he first took over the franchise, he was like, let me spend some money, let's go. And so that part's kind of fun. Now, obviously, football's a bit different, uh, and he was a meddlesome prick, so that caused a lot of problems. But I'm curious to see how that plays out, and... Mark, you know, you're in D.C., dude. You're surrounded by Nats. Number one, if you're a Nats fan, how annoyed are you at what they had a few years ago, the core of that roster that they had that, you know, is gone? You win a World Series and then poof, poof. You're the Florida Marlins. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, I yeah. Mean, all so many players that have gone. I mean, it's just it, it, it's tragic, right? That sports tragedy for the Nationals. 
But then you look around. I, I mean, that division is great. <laughs> what the hell are the Nats gonna do? <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're in trouble. So I, I, my I don't, God, I don't, I don't I don't hear too many of my my DC friends talking about the Nats as much these days. No. Uh, and, like, I, and I, I can are, understand why. Are you gonna go to Costco and buy like a a jumbo? package of saltines to just hand out to all the salty <laughs> Nets fans. Like, Merry Christmas, here's your saltines, sucker. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> stay, stay salty. <laughs> From your fr- but you'd, ha- you'd have to wrap it up in orange and blue like wrapping paper. Just to really seal the men's deal. All these, all these players that you choose to be salty. <laughs> Mark wearing his Mets hat and his jersey and shit. Just like, here you go. Merry Christmas. Here you go. Oh, but yeah. I, you know, I, 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 I mean, I, I, the one I, I didn't understand. I didn't understand them so easily getting rid of like. Turner and Soto. I mean, that, that, those those two. I just thought that you know, um, both 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 of them. It just it just seemed like one or the other that we want to keep around. It's interesting. I don't know if any of y'all ever talked about or saw, but uh, thought it was, it was really interesting. And I, I I appreciate this, even though I don't like him being on the Phillies. But that that Trey Turner got an offer from the Padres for almost three hundred fifty million, but turned it down to go for three hundred million to the Phillies. Which again, let's all acknowledge. That's a shit ton of money. That's, That's not, an <laughs> ass load. He's, he, you can survive on that. Okay. But <laughs> he'll be all still, right. <laughs> you know, usually, usually you see guys go over to bigger money contracts, but he was just like, I want to get back east. I was like, I respect that. I wish he hadn't come to the NL East or come back to the NL East, but you know, that's fine. Um, but uh, yeah, the Nets, you know, oh, they're, they're, they're rebuilding. But I mean, I, I, for, for, for friends that I am genuine friends with, who are Nats fans, I hope <laughs> they're not quite as, horrendous for the next few years as they were last year because good I mean, luck there with all the teams where, they're gonna have to play <laughs> yeah exactly good i mean luck, it's, it's it's this 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 year it's gonna be pretty ugly <laughs> i hope they can start rebuilding for their sake because you know i think we all can relate i mean it, it does suck when i mean your team is so bad like you don't want to go watch a game i mean no. it, it's just the, the product the product on the field is something that's you know, barely you know represents a, a major league sport. They're like, why? Why am I paying to see it, this? It's and, and way so. worse when you know your team was good and you had a lot of talented players, and they basically just disassembled it. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. And you can talk about rebuilding, and then you talk about oh, they're going to go for you know they're going to be sold and new owners and blah blah. I mean, whatever, man. Make but, it make it make sense. I mean, that, that, that's what I would usually ask. And I, yeah. I understand that none of us are in the insides of, of, of those rooms with people. There's there's reasons for everything. But, like, show the fans that you give a shit about the team and that you understand that we're, we don't want to just sit around and watch a product that barely represents well, the sport that we I, love. I guess at least it's probably better than what the Pirates and the Reds have done for years, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, and you, you can bag on the Marlins, but they got a couple rings out of it. True. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I, I always mean, I, I'm not taking the jab here. I'm just being honest. I mean, I live with, you know, I'd say especially living with my brother for as long as I did. And, you know, I think that was a lot of the times where I was watching, you know, Washington games back in the day, you know, more than, than the rest. It didn't have Sunday ticket back then. So I watched pretty much all the Washington games. Like, it's tough. And I can't, I recognize I'm speaking to a Washington fan. You, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. But like when, like getting a first down is like a, you know, 
a celebratory thing like that's you know an accomplishments uh it's it's hard to want to stick around for that for a long period of time and i, I know we've all suffered through you know uh years of, of you know awful teams and you know teams that are up 31 nothing to have time and then lose and things like that but um you know we, we we've all uh we, we've, we've seen all some pretty garbage football in the we all have for shit. sure we <laughs> all have <laughs> yeah my god <laughs> unless Shannon unless you're matt was... who's like oh look at my packers ha 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 it's like you got lucky well then, and then they, we go they, sam they, jackson on his ass yeah well you well, know this the, year he's probably not enjoying no, it as much. i was gonna say this 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 year they're not so good the, but. <laughs> this year's been rough although the the packers team now is much better than the packers team at the beginning of the season it's just they need help and it, it you know what i mean if they beat miami then i think there's a legit shot but they're to me they 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 gotta win out right they they gotta win out but that's a tall order against that 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 team it is it is you're going to need hot hand Rodgers, and I think they got um they have four rushing touchdowns if I remember correctly they have four rushing touchdowns their last two games and they only had four the previous twelve so there's a lot of reasons why they had the struggles they did losing Devontae was huge obviously and you had a lot of young wide receivers you know and that's a that's a hard, rookie wide receivers take time man. And uh, Christian Watson has has turned out to be pretty good, uh, but that was a slow start. And then Dobbs had had some health issues. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just what they were in the beginning of the year. They're much better now, and they're they would be an interesting playoff team. I don't think they're as compelling. If I take fandom out of it, I don't think they're as compelling as say what Detroit is doing. I think the Lions are a more compelling storyline. To go from one and six to now be seven and seven to be on the cusp of the playoffs, my personal preference. Look, if Washington's going to choke it out or get effed by the refs a couple more times, then if they're going to get knocked out, I'd like to see Green Bay in. I want some fandom stake in the playoffs, but they got to handle business down in Miami, and then they got to close out strong because there's. I think the last week of the season it's Green Bay and Detroit, oh, if I remember correctly. Ooh, that's so, a Sunday night. Potential. So we'd have to double check the schedule, but I'm pretty sure it's Miami, then Minnesota, and then Detroit. And that 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 last game is high probability it decides a playoff spot, whether it's for Detroit or for Green Bay. And if Green Bay is not going to make it, they might be content to be the spoiler and knock them out too. I mean, we'll see. So um, there's a lot of wild them kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're at the at Miami. Yep, they're home against the Vikings. Correct. And they're at home against the Lions. Mm-hmm. So if the, weather- the Vikings already clinched, so it's for them it's depending for the Vikings if they want to try to wrap, you know, wrap up the number 2 seed or Well, I mean it's only the one seed that gets the bye. So, you know, if they if they But want- we all know seedings to, you know, determine end up who you yeah, end yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean playing, absolutely, so. but look, we get Christmas time Minshew mania, right? In Philadelphia, look, man, what the Eagles have done this year, kudos to them. You know, hopefully the fans aren't eating horse shit again. But, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, it's just extra fiber. Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. how, is Whitfield, how is Whitfield not an Eagles fan? Like, right? As much, oh, as much shit oh, as that guy no. eats. <laughs> <laughs> 
And <laughs> Captain Starkey has entered the chat. <laughs> I was about to say, Shannon, I think you were right. <laughs> Call that shit well, free podcast. Lordy, God. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Anyway. <clears throat> My God. Excuse me. Then he uses his manners. He, he, look, he looks like he plays hockey, right? <laughs> we, we got hockey McCockerson reference. I mean, what's going on? <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> no, it's going to be a saucy Christmas episode. It, Buckle it, up. There's, there's, there's a strong possibility. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! <laughs> Fucking thing sucks! I'm just saying, Fascinating Ada's gotta make an appearance. It's, it's, they will, they will, they will. Okay. They will, they will. But, I mean, Philadelphia, barring something atrocious, and I would say be conservative with Jalen Hurts. Absolutely. He, he's had a great year, there's too much on the line. I would like to believe that Minshew can come in and at least play solid, Right. And look, I mean, I, I want to. I mean, Dallas has some injuries as well, so it's an interesting opportunity space for Dallas. But realistically, nobody, nobody should be able to take the East from Philadelphia. No, right? So, you know, I'd, I'd have to. We'd have to double check their schedule for what they close out entirely with. But they should be fine. Yeah, I they, mean, they, they should be fine. Win a game. You know, hand, hand your business, win a game, and I mean, most everything is is just locked up and done. But Jalen Hurts is too important. <laughs> Right, yeah. it's too important, and shoulder injuries with with young quarterbacks, man. Shoulder injuries, don't mess around with it. I know he finished that game against Chicago. I get that, and kudos to him, you know, for finishing that game out. Right, and I know Chicago, Cajones, yeah, yeah, because he I, injured it in the third quarter. And I, I know Chicago made that entertaining. I mean, it was twenty five to twenty, right? And Justin Fields, by the way, fascinating young player. Um, had He's a, that dude that man. once they acclimated to his style, well, with him it's going to be about his growth as a passer. Yes, because a tremendous athlete, a hell of a runner, and that run he had in the second quarter where he oh took, my where he took off and Holy he, he had that spin move on the sideline, but it, dude. Uh, he barely. I, I, I felt so bad when I saw that his foot just touched this, the side. I was like, "Oh come on, just give it to him. Barely. Just give him the touchdown." Well, well seriously, they, they gave that freebie to that fucker on the Raiders, uh, Keelan Cole. <laughs> oh my god, they gave, they gave that freebie. How? <laughs> How? They gave that freebie toe tap to that guy. Um, but that spin move was filthy. I mean, it did set up a touchdown, but that run was ridiculous. Break and tackle, mm-hmm. shake and bake. Um, Justin Fields, the upside there is fascinating, but. <laughs> You know, all these guys that run, how do you grow your game as a passer? You know, because that's what you have to do to evolve. And, like, Jalen Hurts, his progression from last year to this this year, we've talked about it multiple times, is tremendous. And, yes, the Eagles have built a great team around him, but don't take a – you know, don't discredit Hurts, like, his growth as a quarterback because you can Mm -hmm. see it. Yes, they have A.J. Brown. Yes, they've got the Slim Reaper. Yes, they've got – Dallas Goddard, who's coming back this weekend. Um, they, they've done a great job of roster building, and that's what you need to do, particularly when you have a younger quarterback that's on a friendlier contract, is you have to build and spend money around them. Mm-hmm. That, and, and think about the turnaround from the Eagles from when they won a Super Bowl to you know Doug Peterson getting Doss Boot, 
uh, the roster turnover, kind of some lean times, and how quickly they've rebuilt that. I mean, it's a tr- they've done a tremendous job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jay- All around, though. They like, have. and and whole team. Yes, and Jalen Hurts, a great story for this year. Not that I'm rooting for the Eagles. I'm not. But I can respect a good story, and I can certainly appreciate what he has done as a player. Um, and, yes, he can leg-press the house. But, again, um, you have to be mindful to help these you know, these quarterbacks in their growth. You have to be mindful of, of how many times they expose themselves to hits. Yeah. Right? And Jalen Hurts, if I remember correctly, I think he's like he's been hit more than just about anybody this year. Uh, yeah, he's ta- the only quarterbacks that have taken more hits than Jalen Hurts are Daniel Jones of the Giants and Justin Fields. That's it. That's so, it. and part of the thing with Fields is it's self-inflicted, obvious well, for obvious yeah, reasons. Right. I mean, w- w- if you're going to have some of it, is that they take off and they run on their own accord, but they also have designed quarterback runs. So right. Hurts is ob- excuse me, uh, Fields is obviously you're you're talking about his progression as a quarterback. They're maximizing what he does as an athlete. But you have to grow his passing game, right? You got to do that. And Hurts has obviously grown his ability as a passer. You can appreciate that. But they still do a lot of design quarterback runs. Absolutely. You know what I mean? He uses strengths. Well, and I think for Hurts, one of the things that's really helpful is the fact that he was solid in Bama. And and just Mm -hmm. Tua came along and when he got hurt and – you know, that was the end of him there. So when he transferred, you know, he still played pretty damn well. And then we knew it was going to take time for him, but you got to give credit to Sirianni and that coaching staff yes. too, because they're, Absolutely. they're that's a, that's an excellent uh, coach team without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And, and by the way, Sirianni was an assistant under Frank Reich in mm-hmm. Indianapolis. Yep. So, I mean, Indianapolis, I mean, between him and then the Chicago head coach, was that Eberflus? Uh, yes. Yeah. Who actually Josh McDaniels hired, and but because McDaniels bolted, they talked to him and kept him there. I want to hear Mark say precipitation and Eberflus three times quickly. Precipitation Eberflus. Precipitation Eberflus. Precipitation Eberflus. <laughs> uh, Mark, you need to drink some more. Take a right? Exactly. <laughs> take, take, take a sip. Um, uh, Hertz, by the way, he had three rushing touchdowns against the Bears, uh, including his 13th rushing touchdown of the season. He's one short of Cam Newton's season record for quarterbacks. Wow, that's amazing. So, Real quick, guys. Mm-hmm. Gardner Minshew. Minshew Mania, baby. Bring it. Minshew Mania. College coach was Mike Leach. The uh, only reason wow. he continued football was because Mike Leach talked, just taught him. He said, you can do this. You have to believe in yourself. And, you know, we already know the story. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback already. Could history potentially repeat Well, itself? you're obviously hoping Hurts isn't going to miss that much time. What you'd think realistically is... I, I don't want Hurts to miss... I, I no. actually like Jalen Hurts, so right. I don't want him to miss time. However, I'm just... I'm throwing it out there for the football... For the story, you know. Like, I, I hear you. Could, could the he, potential what do you think? Be, the you going all Nick Foles on us? Is that what you're trying to say? I mean, he could go big dick Nick. You know, you never know. <laughs> Look, we had Big Dick Nick all those years, and right now we have Big Cock Brock. I don't think there's enough room for another gigantic penis swinging <laughs> quarterback, right? <laughs> I mean, what are you supposed to do? 
know. Oh, that and the Vikings had the porn star. Wasn't it the Vikings that had the porn yes. star? Yes, yes, yes they had the porn star. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. There's your so stock and stuffer. Thanks, Minnesota. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I I don't know I, I would I mean certainly rest him this weekend I'm sure if if Jalen hurt if they left it up to Hurts he probably would play if it I were mean, a playoff game he'd be I in. mean it, it's a division opponent it's the Cowboys I, yeah if it was a playoff game he he would play I would think but you know it, if it, give him a week at least and see how Minshew does I mean Minshew is a, a very capable back I still can't believe uh, Urban Meyer I mean Bourbon Meyer trade you know what I mean. He did a terrible Again, game. how do you fuck that up? It's Bourbon Meyer. That's how you fuck it <laughs> exactly. up. Exactly. By the way, away. Trevor yeah. Lawrence is looking really good the last month. Yes. Again, uh, that's I mean, that's the effect of having a decent coach. Peterson isn't a you know, is not a you know, a slob of a coach. He's mm. a decent coach. So He's a Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah. Like I'm, All right. Well, go ahead. I tell Sorry, you, Justin. No, we can we can get to that game and you're right. Trevor Lawrence done a commendable job. Uh, a couple of thoughts real quick to wrap up this Eagles-Bears thing. Because I do think, you know, the Justin Fields context is important. If you're a Bears fan, you should be excited. But, you know, remember, you had Trubisky, and people were excited about Trubisky. So you don't know how things are going to pan out. But uh, Fields, uh, he hit, a you know, a 1,000 yards on the season. Uh, he joins Michael Vick and Lamar Jackson as the only quarterbacks to rush for a 1,000 or more. He also set a franchise single-season rushing record for a quarterback. Okay. At this point, I believe, let's see, he has the franchise record, and Lamar Jackson has the NFL record with uh, 1,206 in his 2019 MVP season. That's very doable. The way they're mm-hmm. playing, if he stays on the field, he got three games. I mean, he, he might eclipse that. So, and, and that's commendable, but I think he also has a certain amount of awareness of how, you know, the offense is basically rolling at this point. As tremendous as those plays have been, you'd like to not be reliant on that. And obviously, as somebody that lived through the RG3 rocket ship and crash and burn, it's great if you're willing to run. And Fields, what's crazy is Fields looks fast against NFL guys. You know what I'm saying? And if you look fast against NFL guys, you are legit fucking fast. Right, mm-hmm. like there's no doubt because there's a lot of guys yeah. that look fast in college. They get to the pros, and you're like, "What happened to him?" Mm-hmm. Well, it's the pros, dude. <laughs> like everybody's fast. I mean, even <laughs> even some of these big fat linemen are a lot faster than you think. You know, because yep. um, they're world class athletes. It's insane. So I mean, but Justin Fields looks ridiculously fast against NFL caliber, like starting NFL caliber defensive talent. I mean, he 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 is ridiculous. Um, so kudos to him for that, but but you have to monitor. It. You don't want it to go the way that you want it to lead more on the like Russell Wilson knowing when to go down and when to take a hit. Not this year. This year's a dumpster fire for him. Ooh. But earlier in his career, what you don't want is the RG three method where they don't know how to slide, don't know how you know when to run out of bounds and overcommit and take the hits. Because you mean it, like Cam Newton did? Yes. Well, well, Cam Newton was also. He's a big dude. Josh Allen, Cam Newton, they're big guys. But mm-hmm. even when you're a big dude, you know, those hits add up. Yeah, I was and, say, Cam took unnecessary hits that he just didn't need no, to take. No, well, Cam never progressed enough. He had, a, he had a nice deep ball, 
but he didn't progress enough and round out his game enough as a passer to survive in the league. And he had some injuries, so that that probably, you know, the injuries really are a tough thing for him. I don't know if he would have ever gotten there, but he didn't round his game out enough. Um, Vic, you know, wasted part of his career because of the dogfighting stuff, but he also wasted some time not rounding out and fleshing out his game well enough. You know, he could have accomplished a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. And RG3 sacrificed his body taking hits. <coughs> he didn't. Need, I will always remember that Haloti not a hit. I mean, my oh God, my God, dude. dude. Uh, it just it wasn't necessary. No, it you wasn't. know, Haloti not a case race challenge, Mark. I know he he never took he never <laughs> took Mark up on the the Haloti not a. A case race challenge with these that never happened. I totally blame Haloti Nada because I, 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 I give Mark the win on that. Yeah, exactly. Mark, by was, default. Mark was ready and willing. I was. He was. And as Randy and Alex Rebeck would say, fuck them. Well, thank you. <laughs> now, I will say Fields does have the potential to become like <clears throat> the most successful Ohio State quarterback because when you look at some of these guys that came out of Ohio State, you're like, Okay, they really didn't do much like Troy Smith or Cardale Jones, Dwayne Haskins. Then you go back to like Mike Tomzak. I mean, he had an okay career, but but I mean, Dwayne Haskins is dead. So, well, but you know, I'm you know what I'm saying. I'm not not, wow, wow, man. Seriously, wow, that's cold. What an asshole. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying, man. I was I wasn't going to mention Dwayne Haskins because that's, that's that's a tough that's a tough spot. It, it is, but I mean, like, Tom. But okay, we'll see. We'll, okay, we'll switch it up to Tom Tupa, who turned into a fucking. Oh my punter. god, Shannon, Kirk Kirkstreet. I mean, Shannon, you forgot one of the key messages. Uh, I mean, as we're closing on on Christmas, <laughs> you forgot. That. You forgot. You done fucked up now. Remind you. <laughs> There was a part of me that almost said D U M P dumpity dumpity trunk, but I thought that would be like way fucked up, and I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do that. <laughs> so I will tell you I thought it, but I didn't say it. I didn't sing it with the song. Anyway, that, no, I mean that's terrible. I think Shannon did that on purpose just so he could get the song. Fuck him. See the thumbs up and everything. No, I, I don't, Dwayne. I don't know that Dwayne Haskins would have ever panned out, but he. Yeah, he got robbed of that that opportunity. That he paid with. It his is life. a shame. That's, that's terrible. It, it is. But, it truly is. I uh, didn't. I didn't mean any disrespect by that. But I was just like, he didn't do anything because he's dead. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Way to way to really assignment. drive the dagger in. I understood the assignment. At least somebody did. Thanks, right. Shannon. You're welcome. <laughs> oh God. But yeah, no. Field has an interesting upside. Field has an interesting upside, but he's gonna have to grow his game as a passer. And Chicago has problems. They're, I mean, they're three and eleven. They've lost seven straight games. They're not. They're not a good team, 
right? But at least they're entertaining. What you hope is that if you're not good, at least be fun to watch. You know what I mean? And at least be competitive. You know, I'll give them that. So we'll see. But anyway, Eagles, rest Jalen Hurts for a week, maybe two, and then, you know, see where he's at. And uh, if you don't need him, you don't need him. Because if you finish with the bye, the only thing would be tricky, I would think, is that you wouldn't want to have a five, you know, you don't want a four or five week layoff. No. That's too long. So I could see them resting him a week and then bringing him back and and then, or maybe two weeks and then giving him kind of like the uh, knock off the rust game, you know, uh, and maybe just like a preseason game, like yeah, play yeah, a yeah, half yeah. or three quarters yeah. or something. And then just, just, to... just not call as many designed quarterback runs. You know what I'm saying? Or none. Or, <laughs> well, I think you need to have the threat there. I don't, I don't know that you can go down, but you maybe you're a little bit more mindful of how many times you, you do run them. Um, now, that being said, of course, Jalen Hurts has to be mindful of the times he's going to take off and run. Mm-hmm. So some of that's going to be on him, too. So, uh, And you were talking about, I don't know, you were talking about the Jaguars. Are we really going to talk about the Jaguars game now? <sighs> okay. I mean, well, I, mean, I mean, they did kind of uh, they did kind of deliver the shocker to the Cowboys, after all. <laughs> I mean, we we do have to kind of like gloat on that one, like do we? Dak threw a game-winning interception for the Jaguars in overtime. <laughs> I mean, Dak, by the way, Dak, by the way, he has ten interceptions since returning in Week Seven. Good God, he has ten. So unbelievably, he has more than Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's because oh, Matt Ryan actually has to hit his targets first. Shit. Oh, man. <laughs> he leads the NFL. He has the most in the NFL since week seven. Ten picks. That's a lot, dude. That's, that's a ton. And, you know, it, it's tough because that last pick, it was off of, I think it was Noah Brown, wasn't it? It was off of Brown's hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, a couple of things with this game. Number one. Uh, the Jags had lost 20 straight games to NFC teams, which is crazy. And they were down 27-10 to 10 in the third quarter. And Lawrence Lawrence Jones, and Jones, it sounds like a law firm, right? Lawrence had that bomb to Zay Jones to close the 27-17. Um, Dak gets, uh, is under some duress. Those kind of gets hit. Those this wounded duck-ass ball. That was a pick, of course. That ended up setting up a Jaguars touchdown. Lawrence hit Marvin Jones Jr., 27-24. And the Jags are rolling, dude. He he hits Zay Jones again for a touchdown to make it thirty-one twenty-seven. And um, you know, I, Dak had his had good moments, right? But part of this game to me, it's not just about Dak turning it over; it's about the play calling in it, right? So because you think about the sequence of events, man. Da- Dallas after the Jaguars go up thirty-one twenty-seven in the fourth quarter. Dallas responds, man. Dak hits Noah Brown for a touchdown. It's 34 to 31. And when the Jaguars have the ball next, Lawrence takes off, man. He picks up the first down. He almost gets kind of that field goal attempt line they show on TV, but he fumbles mm-hmm. the ball, right? And Dallas recovers. And that would, I don't remember how much time there was a minute and a half, two minutes. There, there wasn't a ton of time. Dallas has the ball. And when I saw that, I'm like, in real time on red zone, I'm like, well, that game's over. Run this thing out. Right. Burn, make them use their timeouts, burn them up, <clears throat> whatever, man. That's fine. But the Cowboys, for whatever, they don't pick up the first down, and you got Dak throwing a deep sideline shot on third down. Like, what the hell are you doing? Why? 
What are you doing? Make them burn up their time. If, if you know what I mean, if you're not going to get the first down, make them burn up their freaking timeouts, dude. Dude, like, like if you had Cooper rushing there, you're running the ball all three times to milk that clock. I don't care if Dak's getting paid what he gets paid. You do the same damn thing. Knock the clock. It, it's just, it's just odd to me, man. It's just odd. And you know, again, the pick, the walk off pick six is a ball that. Uh oh! I know it's a ball that was off of the wide receiver's hands. So, is it a pick six? Is it? it, You know, statistically, it's an interception. Was it a bad throw? Did Dak put the ball where he needed to put it for the wide receiver to make a play? You know, like he did. So that's one of those plays that's maybe a little bit fluky. The quarterback gets the brunt of it because that's what we're talking about. Dak throwing a pick, law to the blah to the blah. But dude. It's off the wide receiver's hands. You said balls. You know, so kudos to the Jaguars, but I I just think to me there's mismanagement. There's just clock mismanagement, situational football mismanagement, and that shit's going to do Dallas in the playoffs, dude. Like, you can't trust them. I mean, Christ almighty, we joked around. I mean, Mark missed the, the November lame, right? He wasn't here for any of those jokes as we brought that back, but, you know, it's funny to think, like, historically, like, the Giants have November lame, but the, the Cowboys have the December, like, fl- flame out. Yeah. It's so weird, you know? Uh, and and, it's, and it started with Tony Romo back in the day. They're just, they're hard to trust. <clears throat> they are. They're hard to trust. And McCarthy has a history of some questionable decision making. Oh, right. you don't ha- say. What? Shocker. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> reportedly. Lived through that. You know, he's not incompetent, but there are definitely sometimes you're like head scratching, like, what are you doing, bro? Right. And don't you feel like, I mean, I know none of us here are, are Cowboys fans at all, even the, the, the missing fail horn. So, so maybe sometimes we come with a little bias, but like, if I were a giant, or <laughs> if I were a Cowboys fan, um, I would be really fucking annoyed because you look at that team and I mean they're stacked. I mean I I I, I yeah, don't there's like no excuses. Yeah, I don't like giving credits uh, to to Cowboys, but like right now that team, I mean CD Lamb is an absolute monster wide receiver. He is. Um, they're they're a little rough around the edges on some of their other wide receivers, sure. but you know I mean CD Lamb is legit. Gallup has his yeah. moments. Noah Brown has had some moments. They honestly, it would be, it still would be so weird to see OBJ as a cowboy, but they could, you know, with him, it's just a matter of when he's going to be ready to play. But they could actually really use him if he was oh, helping for, sure. for the playoffs for sure. They, they need somebody else to really step up. But in between Pollard, Zeke, I, I, it's just, I think back to the, like last year in the playoffs. And I, Randy, obviously, I know the 49ers won, you were happy with that. But situational football with Mike McCarthy, you just go, what are you – sometimes you're just like, what are you doing, bro? Well, I mean, even I know that last year it really came down to just McCarthy making really some bonehead calls for that offense. And, yeah, you know, obviously they didn't execute properly. But if McCarthy had made better calls, then they wouldn't have had to worry about that shit. Well, I mean, the, the Jaguars had a timeout left. How is it? After Lawrence fumbles and Dallas gets the ball, I'm pretty sure it was sub two minutes. Or maybe, you know, I don't have the timestamp in front of me for what it was. But either way, pick up a first down, ice the game, dude. Like, what, what are you doing? You know, instead of making them burn their timeouts, the Jaguars have a timeout left 
to go down the field and get in position for the field goal, and they kick that 48-yarder to, to force overtime. I mean, that, that situational football, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's dereliction of your coaching duties, you know? And credit to the Jaguars for coming back. It's the second time they came came back from 17 points down this year. That's the second time. They, they did it against Dallas, and they did it to the Raiders in week nine. That's bananas. That's a theme for the Raiders this year. Well, yes. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, uh, that game against the Patriots, I, if I remember correctly, I'd, I'd have to scroll up and look at my notes, but if I remember correctly, they've gone into halftime with double-digit leads four times this year Yeah. Uh, prior to the Patriots <laughs> game, and they lost every single one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, how do you do that? Like, how do you do that, man? I mean, let's be honest. They didn't exactly win that game. No, they got, they got a freebie. Te- technically, they won it. Yeah, yeah. They got, they got a freebie. Hey, look, you know, ugly win is a win. So, anyway, the, the Cowboys did clinch a playoff spot due to the commander's loss to the Giants. So, you know, the loss against the Jags didn't hurt them a ton, other than I, we'll see how the seeding kind of shakes out. But. You know, again, it's just kind of this late season stuff that happens with Dallas. It just makes them really hard to trust. And Mark, you're right. I mean, uh, they've had some injuries on the OL, so they're not peak. But I mean, Parsons is a stud. Dak is is solid. CD Lamb, CD Lamb is a stud. And you know, Dalton Schultz is solid. They've got enough pieces there. I, I think really, if you if you just manage the game more appropriately, you win that one. I mean, to me, that's bad coaching, dude. That's that's poor coaching, poor decision making. Absolutely. You know, and that's a that's a the regular season doesn't hurt hurt you as much. But you get in the playoffs, you pull that shit against Philadelphia, you're losing. You pull that 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 crap against San Francisco, you're gonna lose again. Yeah. You know, you might get away with it if you're playing the NFC South winner, <laughs> right? Right, you the know, Lord knows who that's going to be at this point. Well, I mean, I think the I would still think it's going to be the Bucks. It should be, but there's no guarantees no. at this point. I mean, it, oh, can you imagine if the Saints somehow win this thing? I mean, oh, I joked around. Or the, the Panthers, Panthers for that Panthers, matter. The, the, Panthers, the Sex Panthers. Yeah, the Sex Panthers. Uh, yeah, you said you wanted the Sex Panther. We've joked around about the Panthers a couple of times the past couple of weeks. Uh, it, anything's within the realm of possibility. So I guess if you're Dallas, maybe you hope. If you got to go anywhere, you go to the you know, Tampa Bay or you go to Carolina <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and do that. I don't know, man. And let's be honest with the way the Panthers have played. Can Steve Blitz just get the damn head coach position at this point? If he hasn't done enough to earn that job, I, I don't know what else. You know what I'm saying? I, I, what else does he have to do? You know, they, they've responded to him. They, they've done a good job. They've played hard. They've won some games, and they looked like a hundred percent train wreck earlier this year. You know, I mean, I think he's he deserves a crack at it. I don't know that he's going to get it there. I, I know they lost to the Steelers last week. I don't think there's any shame in that. The Steelers are competitive. Najee Harris all of a sudden rediscovered how to run the ball. Good for him. <laughs> uh, and Pittsburgh's one three or four. I tell you, by hell or high water. Pittsburgh might be able to dig out of this. It might get the might get the five hundred. We'll see. Could I mean that that would be a that would maybe be his best coaching job ever. Let me tell you what, man, and rest in peace to to Franco Harris. Oh, uh, that was obviously sad news. Um, 
Isn't it fitting that the week he passes is that the Raiders and the Steelers are Look, playing on Christmas Eve? I, I don't know that yeah. it's it's fitting, but in, in a weird way, you think about the insanity of this past week, right? And perhaps one of the most signature plays in NFL history is the Immaculate Reception. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you grew up watching football or any NFL films or whatever, you have undoubtedly seen that play a ton of times because it's incredible. It's iconic. And some of the, it, it's really amazing some of the camera angles they have of that play. It's re- Holy shit. We got Whitfield up in here. It's really amazing. That, that's incredible. It's really amazing some of the camera angles they have of that play. Yet they didn't have a proper camera angle on that Keelan Cole touchdown in that Raiders Patriots game. <laughs> it's amazing to me. That that of was, course. That that was problematic. I'm just saying. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's fun. I actually have that play, and um, I, I'm going to go ahead and raise a glass to to Franco on that one. And I'm, I'm going to play the uh, I'm going to play the immaculate reception play. Last chance for the Steelers. Bradshaw trying to get away. And his pass is broken up by Tatum. Tipped off. Franco Harris has it. And he's over. What? Franco Harris. Grab the ball on the deflection. Five seconds to go. He grabbed it with five seconds to go and scores. Got the amount of people jumping out of the stands and like running down. I mean, it's just crazy. I can't imagine that happening today. Let's watch this again. million to one odds on this one. Ricochet out there off of Jack Tatum and into the man of the year, Franco Harris's hands. Here's all the miracle of all miracles. From out of nowhere came Franco Harris riding a white stallion, heading up Franco's Italian army and galloping off into the sunset. I mean, that's just, that that play is amazing. It's just amazing. So, certainly a, a rest in peace uh, for him. And that caught a lot of people by surprise. I mean, that, that, nothing's come out that I've seen that indicated, like, he was sick or had anything. You know, it, it, it everything I've read up to, up to uh, as we're recording tonight. You know what I mean? I mean, he was 72. It's not like he was 30. But 72 is not ancient. And he, as far as I know, was in good health, right? And it is kind of wild that they're playing the Raiders, and it's going to be the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, and he passes. But but yeah. but can think about this in context, right? That was essentially a walk off, right? A walk off touchdown, essentially. I mean, it, you know, wins the game. Right. Think about what we had this past weekend. Oh my god! Don't need that. That's for damn sure. We had we had three second time in NFL history. And we had that Patriots Raiders insanity. We had the the Chiefs with McKinnon. You know, I mean, we had wildness. Yeah, you know, we had wildness. So we yeah. had, we had our own little hat trick. <laughs> He's thirty two. Second time in NFL history, we had three. That's that's, that, that's just amazing. Yeah, it really is. Bananas. What was the third one? What, what am I forgetting? It was Raiders, Patriots, the Chiefs. Oh, oh, and the Jaguars. Excuse me. We're just talking oh, about the Jaguars with the pick six. Yeah. That's nuts. But the, the Immaculate, first of all, what what an incredible name for a play. 
Mm. And uh, let me tell you, man, I don't know what the what the capacity of that stadium was when they played that game, but I guarantee you, three times as many people said they were at that game. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely, oh, no doubt. I was yeah. there, man. I was there. <laughs> Dude, you weren't even born yet, but I was you're there. You're the 120th thousand person that said that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe you. Well, see, like, let me tell you how this works. So, uh, I, I myself, well, let, let me rewind. So, you know, a lot of kids want to go to Disney World, right, or Disneyland, or whatever. You know, that's like the family trip. So, my family went, right? My family went, and the only way I can say I went though, because I wasn't born yet, is that I was in my mother's womb. Right, so technically, I went to Disneyland as an embryo, bro. <laughs> right, so there's probably some people that are like, "I was at that game, but I was a, I was an embryo." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> some of that nonsense. Or I was uh, in my daddy's nutsack. That oh day. God! <laughs> Thank, thanks a lot, <sighs> Shannon. Come on, come man. on, man. Come on, man. That, that's in honor of Whitfield, who just left. Whitfield showed up and then left. Well, he's I still mean, here, but it looks like he's having sound issues. Oh. Well, he's got his—he's got his sound like xed off or whatever. Yeah, it looked like he tried to connect and it wouldn't let. It, it oh. wouldn't allow him to. Well, he disappeared. It looks like he's blowing himself. What's going on over there? Oh no! Is he—is he doing I some? Mean, is, he, is he doing some broga? What's going some on? Broga. <laughs> is, he, is he doing some broga over there? What's happening? I mean, just maybe a little. Oh well, Just I, look. Hit the look. volume on button. I think yeah. is all he has to do. Yeah, that's, that's me at this he, point. He can monitor his own his own audio. I'm I, I'm not going to worry about that. If if he pops up, then fantastic. Uh, if not, you know that's what she said. She's used to it. <laughs> Didn't pop up and deliver. Came up short. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing new there. Anyway, all right, uh, Mark, we're gonna hit one thirty before we know it. So I tell you what, yeah. Um, let Let's go ahead and shift because we have to talk about this debacle, um, this Washington Giants game, man. Um, and I said earlier, I, this is one of those things where I really hope some of these crap officiating is resolved before the playoffs. And I don't know how this game would have played out, you know, had they not blown the end of it. And Washington, here's the thing. Here's the thing I hate about games that end that way. Right, you got to give, you know, uh, Thibodeau credit. I mean, he had some tremendous plays, right? Second quarter, he had that um, strip sack fumble and the scoop and the score. Uh, it was second and 18, you know, and, and Heineke just didn't didn't feel that guy. Man, Thibodeau was just there, blew him up. Uh, they gave the Giants a 7-3 lead. So... Like, I can recognize, you know, plays in that game that were tremendous by New York. The Giants converting that fourth and nine when Jones hit Richie James. Um, and that ended up being an 18-play, 97-yard drive that put the Giants up 14-3. to But there's there's just moments in this game, and Washington had, some, had opportunities to do more than they did. You know, which is fair commentary. You know, Heineke hit Dotson for a 19-yard touchdown. It's 14-9. And, you know, they had a two-point conversion. I could swear they that two-point conversion was there and it got wiped out by a penalty. And then they missed the extra point. In the fourth quarter, Dotson had a, a ridiculous catch from Heineke. 
where he's it's almost like he slowed down and then caught it off the back of the, one did a one-handed catch off the back of the defender which was ridiculous yeah. and you know the the uh Washington gets down and it's third and four and the Giants got the Heineke, Heineke again they, and they were at least if nothing else they were in field goal position <coughs> at this point and uh I thought he was down for a second, but then, you know, the Giants challenged the play and it was ruled a fumble in the field, which was the right call. And the Giants got the ball. So Washington gets nothing. And then the Giants end up getting a field goal. It's 20 to 12. So they got an eight point lead, you know. Uh, and Washington moved the ball several times in that game and couldn't finish. But my grievance is as you get to the close of this game, Washington goes right down the field again. You get a great sideline catch from Curtis Samuel. Second and 10, Heineke takes off. Thought for a moment he might get into the end zone. I think Dotson would have had to push Thibodeau. Is it Thibodeau or Thibodeau? Thibodeau. Thibodeau. He, I, I think Dotson had an opportunity to, to push Thibodeau to give Heineke a little bit more space, and he, he didn't do it. Uh, but that closing speed that Thibodeau had there was, was legit. Stopped him short. Uh, but third and goal, man, when Brian Robinson ran for that touchdown and that thing got wiped out by that bullshit-ass illegal formation play flag on McLaurin, I was like, are, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And look, I've seen all kinds of, – I've listened to so much commentary. I've read so much crap. I've heard plenty of people talk about it. And you can take the track, well, you know, the water chiefer has to know this and that. That's fine. If you want to take that angle, you take that angle. But he checked with the ref. He checked with the ref, and he moved up. And it's not just that moment. It's that then on fourth and goal, Heineke drops back. He throws a Curtis Samuel in the end zone, and Darnay Holmes is draped all over the guy. Look, I know James Gunn is rebooting the DC universe, right? But the Superman cape move, that's unnecessary, y'all. <laughs> all right? Where the hell was the DP at? Where is the defensive pass interference fight? If you're going to be fucking ticky-tacky, right, on Terry McLaurin, how do you then let that play go? I hate that. Maybe the Giants win the game anyway. But what happens in a, in a situation like that is the refs introduce themselves beyond a reasonable scope, and it over-influences the outcome of the game. That is disappointing, and it sucks because it takes away, if the Giants win the game outright, then they win. If they earn the win, they earn a win, right? And I can we can point to different things in the game that Washington could have done better. That's fine. And there are other, you know, there's other things that maybe we can argue being a little ticky-tacky with players and with some plays. If you're going to let them go, let them go. If you're going to be ticky-tacky and you're going to be technical, then don't, don't do that. Don't, you know, dive X amount of pages deep in the playbook and F Terry McLaurin, right? And then let that crap go in the end zone. Yeah. You don't get it both ways. You know, and, and that's my that's my grievance. If you're going to let him play, let him play. Right? I'm okay with that. But you got to call it that way. The whole, Mark, you know, you're the Giants fan, obviously... I'm a begrud, you know, begrudgingly I deal with this Washington nonsense, and I've dealt with it for a long time. But we've had lots of conversations about the refs, and while we don't always agree on a lot of these things, one thing that we tend to historically agree on is if you're going to call it, 
loose or you're going to let him play, let him play. And if you're going to be ticky-tacky and technical, then be consistent. Stay with that. But don't oscillate. Don't go back and forth. Don't do that. Um, right. Particularly in late game, big moment situations. That wasn't an that wasn't a hail mary. Man, there's all kinds of pi in a, in a 60, 70 yard hail mary play. All kinds of bullshit happens in that. That's not what this was. So it bothers me tremendously because instead of you know me being able to say, well, the Giants really earned that win, right? It feels like the refs over influenced the ending of the game. And it sucks. Again, maybe the Giants win anyway. Who knows? But there's nobody that can tell me that the refs didn't hose and or rob Washington at the end of that game. And we can talk about other things that didn't go their way or they didn't. Whatever. We can talk about plays that the Giants stuck it to them. We can talk about turnovers. We can talk about lots of things, man. And people, I've seen all you know any any number of lines of commentary. Well, you know they didn't do enough, and you can't. You got to play better than the officials, man. If that nonsense happens in the playoffs, people should fucking riot. Right, or you know, if it's if it's I, a, if I it's don't a know if it, it, it's not as criminal as that Saints non-call that one year <laughs> where there was clear. It's not oh, as, nah. it, it's not as criminal as that, but. That was some pretty damn blatant defensive PI in the end zone. Tugged them, mugged them, hugged them, all of them. No flag. Yeah, no. There, there, there's plenty of times where I, I can wear my my Homer hat or, or even just just being sarcastic and can bullshit and be like, no, it wasn't. No, that there's complete. I mean, my frustration is. I mean, honestly, flip flip side as a Giants fan, I want to feel like a victory. If it's a victory, is you know clear and 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 correct. And there's no there's no legitimacy where I can argue that we shouldn't have at least seen them get a chance to see if they could make a two-point conversion either on the fucking robinson run or on you know the, the blatant pi yeah. one or the other you all deserve the, the, that, that touchdown and chance to take the two-point conversion and then we see what happens and you know uh donk was actually donkey was actually over here watching the game with me and uh we started cracking up the idea of you know what what if uh what if this game goes to overtime and winds up another tie right that uh, would have been really funny how hilarious but disgusting that would be um but uh yeah that there there's no there's no realm where i can justify that there shouldn't have been a score on you know well i mean obviously if the pi had been called i mean then get the ball to one but good likelihood punch the ball in and and the 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 you know you got to be better than the refs kind of nonsense that i would agree with or, or maybe not that but like i would say that it's less you know there's less to bitch about if you know say a team wins by 24 and is griping about calls all right well the calls there may have been likely been some bad calls in, in a game there there often is uh but you know hard to argue that's you know 24 20 point loss whatever is you know fully dictated by the refs no. not possible i mean it could that, be that, horrendous but yeah, I mean, if you're not possible you're but but this this is a clear and concise, like you said, end of the game is especially, of course, where it's going to matter the most. And I just, yeah, the, those two plays happening back to back, absolutely. If I were a Washington fan, I, I'd be livid. I'd be like, that. How, how how does that add up? How does, you know, on, on one side, this fucking nitpicky 
um you know legal formation that that's yes it's a call it's it but but to call it there when when again he checked and everything i, I don't fucking get that and then to follow it up with i mean it wasn't like there was a little pushing and grabbing i mean yeah dude was superman holding the dude i mean i, I just don't understand I've how had dogs be less aggressive dry humping people <laughs> yeah you know what i mean come on dude and and absolutely when when that play happened Darnay Holmes was on the ground. You know, he looked like he expected the flag to come out. And then it right. didn't, and then he and, popped up. He's like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Like, I, I feel stupid, but who was the receiver? Uh, it was Curtis Samuel. It was Samuel. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, I felt like it was ironic because I was laughing at I felt like there were some stretches. You know, I feel like it was mostly around the middle of the game. My brother and I were texting a bit uh, where I was getting amused. I feel like felt like there were like a few like back-to-back-to-back sequences where, you know, total like barely like get touch kind of plays where i felt like washington receivers in my opinion were were getting a little you know whiny and and you know begging for flags and things like that i i feel like samuel didn't you know react and i mean i you know if i were him i mean I, it's, it's ironic because i mean typically i you know and i bet we all feel similarly that's in all sports it gets obnoxious when the players are just begging for a foul or a flag on every single play mm-hmm. um but uh but ironic that you know in a clear situation where you know samuel absolutely was getting robbed um and and yeah essentially getting dry humps um that the flag should have been thrown uh we we feel like you know at least i i always say yes don't let the refs you know control the game you know let the let the players play call it when it's egregious we we think we talk about it plenty you know holding holding calls can be called every single play that would make oh, for a terrible sport. It, it would really it would be it would be awful. Call him as egregious. That was egregious. That completely prevented the Kai from being able to maneuver to catch the ball. That should not be one of those that should just be let him play. Uh so yeah, if the shoes were reversed, I would have been furious. And I absolutely wanted to see, genuinely wanted to see Washington get a chance to take the two conversion and yeah. see what happens because I mean, it it taints the it taints the win for both sides. It taints the win, it taints the loss. I'd be living if I were a Washington fan. I I fully get it. It was it was a ridiculous miss and and i was pretty sure you know when i saw it live i was like i'm that god i thought he was all over him i was look, i was looking for the flag myself i really was i was i was like i mean right. he, was like, he was filming the scene no? with a broke back mountain in the end zone dude <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding yeah. me <laughs> yeah <laughs> you got you got or titanic I mean, you gotta know when to yeah. hold him know when to fold him i mean what are you telling me you got yeah. nothing to Give it a goddamn flag. <laughs> well, I think one of the interesting things with this whole situation, <laughs> one of the whole things, this entire situation is the fact that you even have commentators, you have the, you know, the official on the TV go, you know, that's like the head of everything. Like, yeah, that's, that's a flag. They should have thrown. Uh, and then you hear the stories of the players and how they recounted like McLaurin saying, Oh yeah, the ref warned me, Hey, you need to move up a little bit. I moved up, I gave him the thumbs up, and I got back. And then you see it. And then the guys are like, no, he never talked to me. Um, it's on film. Clearly he did. What did you do? Say, would you ask him out for a drink after the game or something? I mean, clearly <laughs> some some sort of conversation went on here. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'll, I'll say, you know, just talk, talking about the game as a whole, it was it was a, kind of a weird game. Uh, it was. Like my, my brother, my brother was 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 uh, I don't know, te- text crying. I felt like about you know just how miserable he was at halftime, just thinking that you know it was ridiculous that the game was so you know far apart when it felt like Washington started off so strong. And I, and I, and I get it, and I, I think that's, um, <sighs> but I, I sure as hell wasn't convinced that uh, the Giants had the game in hand by any stretch. 
Um, and I was expecting Shannon, you're right over there, half. bro. <laughs> I'm good. Um, but I would right. say that the, the, the one the one one thing for a large stretch of the game that didn't make sense was Robinson was running all over them. Why did they were there so many times where all of a sudden he you know runs a huge run and then you see him on the sideline for four or five plays and it's like why why are they not why are they not utilizing him more like right and and that's dude, fair criticism. I mean, I forget what his yards, you know, his average was, but I mean, he was super effective, you know, and, and, and they should have run him more. That's yeah. true. You know what I mean? They should have run him more. So there's some questionable play calling stuff there. Uh, and, and look, realistically, Washington and the Giants are, they're, they're fairly equivalent for what they, you know what I mean? For oh, yeah. what they are. Um, they're much closer together than say they are in relation to say Philadelphia. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. They, um, they, they've, they've got they've got pieces. They they've got some things that they should feel good about. Yeah. They've both likely outperformed what they probably are in reality. Realistically, um, high, they're, they're they're very. You're right. They're very they're very equivalent. They're the, high, the, the, the tie was probably correct the first game. Correct. So they're prob- These are the teams that are like high effort floor, but relatively yeah. low ceiling. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you get a good game plan and good execution, maybe you get some fortuitous turnovers. Or you get some fortuitous officiating, you know, you, you can win a game. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but it just stinks. Because, look, here's the thing. The Giants get that win. And there was a part of me, and we didn't talk about this the other week, but it almost felt like that that game was almost set up like it was going to be a second tie, and it would have been hilarious. Because <laughs> it would have been it, – honestly, it's one of those things that would have been good for the teams in relation to the playoff race. And that sounds so <laughs> ridiculous to say that. But can you imagine if they got – they tied twice, and that's the reason they get the they, they're in the playoffs. Would have been crazy. People <laughs> yep. would have been people would have been. If you think people are bent out of shape over a, a team with a losing record being in the playoffs, if those two teams get in because they had two ties, they would have been like, "What is this?" It would have been great. Um, but here's the thing: the Giants, because they get that win, they only have to win one more game in their final three to be in the playoffs. That's it. Yeah. Uh, they could clinch as soon as Saturday if they win, right? And Seattle and Detroit lose. And Seattle's on a slide, dude. Now Detroit, Detroit's got some mojo going on, but Seattle, Seattle looks like they've fallen apart. They reverted to what I thought they were going to be like at the beginning of the year, uh, more than anything. So we'll kind of see how that shakes out. But the Giants only got to win one of three. That's it. Washington, on the other hand. They're traveling to San Fran. That does not bode well. Nope. No. That's tough sledding. You know. Uh, by the way, Robinson was averaging 7.4 yards a carry. 7.4. What the hell, dude? Yeah. What the hell? Ridiculous. So, uh, kudos to Terry McLaurin, by the way. Six catches for 70 yards. He eclipsed the 1,000-yard mark for the third consecutive season. The first Washington player to do that since this is a rewind. Henry Ellard in ninety-four to ninety-six. Oh, wow. Yeah. That doesn't feel like it should have been that long, but damn, I can't yeah. believe it's been that long. Yeah, it has been that long. <laughs> you know, it's, you would have thought maybe Santana Moss would have done it. Right, right. Um of course, uh was it Michael Westbrook? Yeah. <laughs> that dude. The um, hero of the ninety four Hail Mary from Cordell Stewart in Colorado. How about that? Uh, is he going to go be on staff with Deion Sanders? I don't know. I'm just kidding, by the way. <laughs> Colorado Buffalo. Hoorah. Mark, you're going to have some Colorado gear? 
Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> by the way, by the way, oh, this is randomness. I, I do want to bring that. Hold on. Let me let me flip to this. I, I got to get to that. How uh, random is it you go from Jackson State to Colorado, though? Oh, dude. Well, Beyond. look, here's, here's the thing, man. That's his intermediary step. He, he established the base at Jackson State. He's going to go to Colorado. If he turns that program around. It's not when like he turns that program around. He, he's going to turn it around. But yes. it's not like he's got to win a you know win the champion you know be in the CFP and win the whole thing. If he gets them competitive and really good, dude, he he can cherry pick where, wherever he goes next. Absolutely. That that no that's the deal. That's the deal. That's the deal. Okay. He um, he, he, he going to a warm climate though. <laughs> my, my my man's gonna be like, let me just get Colorado relevant, and I'm going to <laughs> a warm I'm saying climate. Is, is FSU missed the boat, dude? They did. FSU missed yep. the boat. They fucked up. They missed the boat. About how old do you think Dion is? Uh, he should be in his, I don't know, what, mid-50s? Early to mid-50s. Early mid-50s. Okay. That's right. about right. I wonder, how, I wonder how fast he can still run. Faster than all of us. I can, get, I can uh, guarantee yeah. you that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd, say, I'd say a four or five. I'd say Whit- Whitfield might give him a run for the money, but you know, the rest of us. No, Whit- Whitfield, as always, would go full Eagles fan and still eat shit. So. Look, man, I, I, I don't know. If you have a full rotisserie chicken waiting for me at the end, you never know how fast I'll run for that. Well, story. You know, if, if if the race was if the race was who sleeps with her hand on their nuts, it's, I mean, Whitfield will win that race. <laughs> who falls asleep scratching her balls? It's Whitfield. If that's the case, I'd be faster than Daryl Green. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and the problem is his touchy rolls in in his sock, and your touchy roll oh, is your cock. No, <laughs> oh, no. God. <laughs> you know you gotta play the song, bro. <laughs> Which one? Tootsie roll. <laughs> of course he does. You know you gotta break that out. Oh, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Wasn't that the '69 boys? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Whitfield. <laughs> that is terrible. It you, is. I can't believe Whitfield showed up. This is un, this is unbelievable. All five of us here at the same time. Wow, it's awesome. a Christmas miracle, bro. It is a Christmas miracle. Oh man. Uh Mark, I do want to give you a second on the World Cup. I know we got to get you out of here. Look, we've already run 12 oh, minutes you're fine, over. You're fine. What's a few more minutes? Maybe we'll just do one yeah. long segment. Who gives a shit? Yeah, let's just sure. do one segment. Who knows? Now, I'm, I'm going to need a new beer. Are you? I'm, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost there. Mm. Yeah, go ahead. Chug it down like you did earlier. <laughs> I did. I, I, did, I do like that in, in, in the warm-ups. I'm like, oh, well, I only got a half a beer. Let me go ahead and knock this thing out of here. Oh, I got a quarter beer. Todd, oh, Todd, you oh, I'm out. Yeah, Todd, you would have <laughs> been proud of me. Anyway, uh, random fun factoid, side note, whatever. 25 years ago, Barry Sanders had the third ever 2,000-yard season, right? And so I was like, man, I want to look back at that draft real quick. 1989 NFL draft. Ooh. Okay. Number one. Troy Aikman. Number one, Troy Aikman, okay? All right. All right. Number three, Barry Sanders. There's a reason I'm jumping, too. Number three, Barry Sanders. All right. Number four, the Kansas City Chiefs, Derek Thomas. Oof. Number five, the Atlanta Falcons, Deion Sanders. Woo! Let me tell you, that's a pretty strong top five 
or Step four. or wait a second, Green Bay <laughs> in the two hole. Was that Tony Mandridge? Who, who the fuck is this? Tony Mandridge. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this kid? Uh, that is was, uh, that is terrible. Happened. Troy Aikman was good kind of running that draft too. Oh my god, dude! Oh my I, I, you're the one team. The top f- four, of the top five are hall. Not just good; they are hall of yeah. famers. Ballers. Tony fucking Mandarich, dude. It, it's it's funny that I remember just remember that just because I remember he's such a big fucking failure. How? <laughs> oh didn't they make him like the incredible bulk or yes. some shit like that? Yes. Yes. He he was so pumped up on Freud's, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. Or when he got emotional, the incredible sulk. Can you imagine Barry Sanders? In what are you talking about? Didn't he end up on the Colts at one point? Anywhere other than, the, than Detroit. I mean, come on. Poor bastard. Oh, my God, dude. That means he would probably have the all-time Russian leader, and it wouldn't have been close. No, you know what's weird? Dude, is, is and, Bar- and Barry Sanders is on uh, Dallas That behind that line. Oh, are you kidding He would have had it. Here, here's the thing, you know, and I mean, we're playing a lot 30, of thousand yards. We're playing a lot of woulda, coulda, shoulda, what all those things. If ifs and nuts were candy and nuts, every day would be Christmas. But Barry Sanders, he retired. I think he was thirty when he retired. I mean, he could have easily played. Oh, dude, he could have easily played another what two years, barring injury, three maybe. Oh, and he was minimum. only what? What was he behind? What was he thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred yards away from the all-time lead? I mean, he, he could at he, the time. He, yeah, that yeah, was about right, dude. He he, he, would, he no, didn't care. no, I understand. I'm just, I'm just saying, like realistically. All he had to do was play. He would have had that. He would have had that record. He would have had 20,000-plus yards. If he was running behind Dallas's line, he might have had oh, 20,000 yards. Me? Yes. Barry Sanders was ridiculous. Dude, he might have had 30,000. I mean, You know what's Lord. funny, though? I was, I was watching, uh, I, think it was, I think it was PTI. They were talking about this. And when he eclipsed 2,000 yards... It's like the you know the ref went over and shook his hand, and patted his ass. It was so funny to watch this because uh, number one, it's all low def, so it looks all funny watching these old highlights. But I'm like Barry Sanders is a badass dude, and so they were talking about how like everybody's like, oh, maybe they should take him out of the game because you know Barry Sanders he did he did have a lot of wonderful plays, but he did get a, some negative runs that was pretty typical for him. He'd have right. like a a loss, a loss, and then he'd break one for like seventy or something ridiculous. Uh, so they were like, oh, my God, what if he loses yards? And it, it all of a sudden is no longer above 2,000 for the season. And then it, he popped off like, I don't know, a 60 or 70-yard run or something ridiculous. Um, but I thought it was funny. They are sitting there talking about, should they pull him out? Hell no, dude. Mm. <laughs> they should not. Oh, man. What's funny is if you actually add up all the times he ran backwards mm-hmm. uh, and and just to end up to make four or five yards, mm-hmm. those times when he lost 10, 20 yards, but still ended up making five yards on the run because yeah. that's how many far he ran. Can you imagine how many yards he oh really God. racked up? I don't yeah. know. It'd be bananas. It'd be bananas. It's like watching Bo Jackson in Tecmo Bowl when you could just run and run circles around the opponent and then still score. Filthy, filthy, filthy. Um. Mark, I, I tell you what, I do want to ask you, out of curiosity, because I know how much you love uh, football or er, soccer. Number one, did you have any money on the World Cup? Number two, 
how much did you enjoy the World Cup? And number three, what is the significance, in your opinion, of Messi finally getting that elusive World Cup at this stage of his career? Oh, no, 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 no money uh, place, but, uh, but thoroughly enjoyed it, watched it regularly. Uh, I don't know. I can't imagine initially would have ever discussed this, but uh, for, I want to say, probably about a year and a half uh, when he was in his early teens, I want to say, mm-hmm. Donkey lived in Buenos Aires. So, I mean, he's a huge oh, Argentina supporter. Yeah, his, his dad was over there for a work assignment for, uh, I want to say, it was about a year and a half. So, is, that, is that when he uh, finally learned to stop eating bowls of ketchup? Possibly. <laughs> uh, so, You're welcome, uh, so Donk. You, <laughs> he'll appreciate that. So uh, huge, huge Argentina supporters, so they, they were real excited uh, uh, for Argentina. It cracked me up. That's, uh, yeah, as I think I've discussed on here a little bit before, uh, recently, uh, or the last you know, year, that my mom has become a, a massive Manchester United Randy, take fan. a nap real quick. All right, man, you uh, exactly. tell me how um, much tell me how much you and your mom love Ronaldo right now. <laughs> oh, she despises him. She's excited to see him get kicked the fuck out. Um, <laughs> but um, oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, pretty much. Ooh. So um, it is a tough end for him, man. But you know, at, at that level, is. the end, sometimes the end comes really quickly. Whoa, that's yeah. what she said, huh? Oh, I mean, oh, his ability, oh, his ability oh, is still baby there. to he, it. He, he, he can probably play somewhere else, uh, for do, sure. No, do you remember that weird uh, bust that somebody made of Ronaldo that was all like all yeah. messed up? That's yeah. that, that's the stage of his career he's at. He's playing like the messed up <laughs> bust now. Well, I mean, was honestly, I would say it's, it's not necessarily even his play, but I mean, it's his, his attitude. His attitude. The fact that he, refused, he refused to come on, you know, as a sub. Like, you know, you, you don't get to do that. That's not. Uh, um, that, that was some bullshit. So that, that's going to pretty, pretty, pretty well get you on the outs with all the fans. Do you like uh, how we try to? Like that. Do you like how we try to get credit for the hair goal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so I, anyway. I reference that just because uh, it means you know yeah. my mom was was you know super big excited for uh, for England in the World Cup, mm-hmm. but you know I appreciated the donkey who you know yes has allegiance to the U.S. team and. The Argentinian team said, you know, it had the U.S. and Argentina faced off. He would have rooted U.S. to win and then not, not been too disappointed if Argentina won. But I swear that the entire World Cup, my mom, I felt like was rooting, you know, for whoever played against the U.S. and, and England. Like <laughs> she rooted for, you know, any, anybody played against the U.S. team. And I was like, Mom, come on now. You're rooting for, for everybody to be the U.S. Stop. Um, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, I. Um, I think the World Cup as a whole was incredibly entertaining. That that one Saturday, and I think we were, we were uh, blowing up the the uh, sports brew chat a little yeah, bit. Yeah, about who it, would have thought we were blowing up the chat about soccer? Like, right? <laughs> right. Well, was like, wait, reason, what the hell? Oh, okay, reason, that's right. There's a reason the World Cup is the biggest sporting event in the world. It just is, and and um, it it was crazy exciting that those those two games that one Saturday that that both went to extra time and both games seemed like they were you know destined to to end in regulation and just crazy comebacks and um, uh, Netherlands and, and all that uh, it, it was insanely entertaining for the entire thing and then you get to the final and it's two nothing Argentina is just absolutely dominating for the entire you know first three quarters of it and then Dude, you know it was the eightieth minute. It was two zero. It was the eightieth minute when Mbappe yep. got that that was it a penalty, penalty kick. Penalty, penalty I mean, was just... absolutely correct. 
And uh, and then you know, second later, Argentina, who who were known to be you know an offensive team that can have defensive lapses. I think they were still you know thinking they were going to coast you know two 0 and maybe just a little lax, and they just gave up way too much space to let Mbappe run free, and he scores this you know gorgeous you know uh, low low line drive from the left hash and. Bam, Dude. all of a sudden, two, two, two minutes, and we're, we're tied up I, again. It, it, and it's like, holy shit. In real time, <laughs> when that game was on, we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Are they showing a replay or something? Or, or, right. Are there really two goals? And like, two, What is going on? I mean, that was crazy. It's absolutely <laughs> that crazy. Was, that was crazy, man. And, and and so, I mean, not only does that, does that get crazy enough, but then, you know, Argentina scores in, what, like the 112th minute or something like that? Uh, in no, in, in 108th, Messi got a goal. That was yeah. when the, the goalkeeper had a save. And then Messi yeah. was there to kind of clean it up. And I want to say the, um, French, the French player was inside the goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So obviously, although it's weird. Um, and again, uh, forgive me if I get one of these technical things wrong. I, I don't normally watch a lot of like international soccer. Like I watch youth soccer because my son plays it, right? He's, he's eight. Right. All right. So soccer to me is kind of on the Olympic and the World Cup schedule. Like I care for it every four, four years, right? And it's tremendous. It is. But, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, you know what I got to do? I got to go watch some MLS right now. Like, that's just (laughs) that's not where I'm at. But the World Cup is great because it's the best of the best, right? Right. And and that's tremendous. And you have that Olympic vibe. It's not the Olympics, but you get that kind of vibe because it's so much about the country. And the U.S. is on the struggle bus. But anyway, that – I lost my train of thought. Where were we? At? Yeah, I think you 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 were going to ask for some details, or or, or you're trying to trap something. You were like, I'm not sure about the details, or if this is correct or not. But talking about the, I think the, 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 talking about the Messi goal. Well, the Messi where the guy was where the guy was in the goal. Oh oh oh, I, I, he, that's what I meant to say. Because um, if I remember correctly, Mark, and correct me if I'm wrong, like outside of the World Cup, when it's extra time, it's golden goal. Mm-mm. Right. Well, 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 well. Okay, let me let me let me say so. Uh, if it's if it's the I'll, the, the terminology I should I should know but I'm not sure Premier League or other things or whatever. If it's still if it's extra time within like say ninety plus like if it's so if, you know say they get to the ninetieth minute and there's like three or four extra uh-huh. you know minutes there then yes I mean it, 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 you know if, if somebody I mean when it when it ends there it, it ends but if it's the two fifteen minute extra time periods. No, like what, yeah. the, you play, you play that out no matter what. Right. So that's always the adjustment because it, it's it's weird for for a casual sure. for a casual fan watching the World Cup. You go okay because you have your ninety, then you have your extra time, which you can have a golden goal in. So if you get a goal, that's you know, right? I or, don't. I don't. I don't. Think no, 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 a, no. 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 I mean, maybe, all right. I think we've gotten this wrong. But either see, this is what happens. <laughs> sure. We, the casuals, casuals. But either sure. way, in the World Cup, there's no golden goal. Is the point. Correct. When they go to right. extra time, and I don't mean like here's six minutes of stoppage, right. we're adding the, the on two, the two fifteen. When they go to the two fifteen, you play that out no matter what. You play it out no matter what. End of story. Period. Whatever. So in the extra time, the hundred eighth minute, Messi gets that goal off of that goal. And the goalkeeper saves it, and Messi gets it. Boom, boots it in three two. And in some other scenarios, that ends it. But then end it there. And in the hundred sixteenth minute, Mbappe had that kick that goes off the elbow. Elbow of the Argentinian player, which is a handball, which is really weird because in your head it's like it's off his elbow. What? <laughs> how's that a handball? 
right? But he did. He he he. he you got it. You got to stick. Keep your bot your arms in. And I he know. Really, he definitely did stick stick it out. It was the right call. It's like you got to be shitting me. I mean, you just you know I'm rooting for Argentina. Yeah, you know, my whole family's rooting for Argentina. Donk is obviously rooting for Argentina. So I uh, hated to see that, but it was the right call. Um, had a feeling Mbappe was going to go the same way. Was uh-huh. was hoping the um, the Argent Argentini uh, goalkeeper Martinez is absolute beast uh, and and hysterical. Boy, for I tell you, nobody sure we'll dry, nobody dry humps an object quite like Martinez <laughs> and that Giants defensive back. Those two guys dry hump like the best of the best. Just letting you know. Well, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, you know, you, I bet at least you, I don't know about everybody else, but at least you saw, you know, with the, uh, and maybe this is what you're referring to, I'm not sure, but the, the, when he was holding the award. Uh, yes, that's what he was dry humping at the end was the, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes. It's really? amazing. Um, he's hysterical. I, well, I wasn't sure there was something else. Cause he's, he's crazy enough. I thought maybe there was another instance, but um, yeah, he's, he's hysterical no. and full of personality. Well, I, and, and look, that in the 122nd minute, France, ha- France had a shot. Yeah, they had, that's, that's, that's they, they the one had I can't shot. get over. That was incredible. And that save, that Martinez save was completely ridiculous. I t- that dude definitely does some broga. You know what I'm saying? He, he has <laughs> yeah, to be losing liver. That, he made his body big yes. and just barely got his arm out enough, but, but enough of it to make sure that it got struck firmly to knock it away. I mean, that that was a horrific opportunity that, that easily could have ended the game for France, and how painful would that have been for Every every Argentinian fan, so, Messi, everybody. I mean, that would have been horrendous to lose that way. So here's the thing, man. Um, I will give I will give football or er, soccer this. And I, I joked around. I think Randy. I think I told you watch the first ten minutes and the last ten minutes. Yeah, you did. <laughs> this is what I told you. Uh, and and I, I know that's a terrible thing to say, but it almost it almost feels like an NBA game. You want to see the start. You want to see the finish. You don't need you don't need a lot of the middle. <laughs> that sounds terrible, but that's how it feels. <laughs> uh, but I will say a lot a lot of the the matches like I paid a little bit more attention this year than I normally do, and we really were blessed with some tremendous some tremendous matches, and that World Cup final was wonderful. Yeah. Um. Although, look, it, it's a little bit shaded by the end of it more than anything, and Mbappe getting a hat trick. And then obviously the storyline with Mbappe and, and Messi. And it's weird to think they're teammates. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Uh, but obviously in the World Cup, they're, you know, countries are going against each other. Uh, but it's pretty wild to think that they're, te- what is it, Paris, St. Germain? St. Germain, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of odd in its own little way. And it's been fascinating writing, uh, reading about Messi. And I didn't realize that he was, I mean, I know he's not a big guy, um, but he was super undersized. And like he had to get like uh, was it growth hormone treatment and these other things. It's really it's fascinating to read about him. And if you haven't done it, if you've never if you haven't read about Messi, go read about read about him and his childhood and what it took for him to get to this level and why he went to these other places. You know, I mean, he was like an Argentinian living in Spain. I mean, it was it's fascinating. It's fascinating what that guy went through to get to where he is. And this obviously cements his legacy. If he, you know, and maybe this is the very Americanized version of things where, you know, you need the ring, you need the World Cup. Um, but this should cement that for him. Um, if, you, if you use not having a World Cup as a reason to, you know, argue against his status, you no longer have that chip to play. And that's significant for him. But th- that was a tremendous World Cup. It was very dramatic. 
It was very compelling. Once it was two to one, you knew like that shifted the vibe. And 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 soccer is weird. Football is weird because two zero. Eh, but when you get to two to one, ooh, very dramatic. And that game got super dramatic. And Mbappe is incredible. Uh, but the last, really, the you know, post once they got that goal in the 80th minute, I mean, that game was so incredibly intense. So oh, incredibly I like, intense. I, I, <laughs> my, my my brother has good friends who's a massive football fan, and uh, my goodness, he he, you know, and I think we all kind of echoed it to a degree. But I mean, he he was texting him that he he was like, dude, I'm, I'm emotionally exhausted. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, and it was like, I know none of us are out there on the field, but this feels exhausting. Yeah, you know, the, the way this game got so insane, and yeah, I mean, two one, and then especially once it became two two. I mean, obviously, for all the reasons France had all the momentum. And oh, you know, so Argentina was just like it just looked like, like they were scrambling for you know Didn't the whistle to blow. For a moment, to get, like, get, re- like Argentina was going to choke that one out. There's a good chance. I mean, yeah, I mean, it hundred percent feel like they were going to choke awful. that out. Like they got overconfident yeah. and they were going to choke that one out, dude. Yeah, oh my and that would have been hor- hor- horrendous. It's just like they forgot how to play defense again. It's not yeah. their strong suits typically, but they were just you know way too too many gaps. And Mbappe was clearly you know woke up the dragon or whatever you want to you know, however you want to put it. I mean, he was he was playing aggressive. France clearly felt like all right, we, we got a chance now. Um, I- and that, that was incredibly nerve wracking there at the end. I, I, look, we know. I mean, Randy napped last week when we talked about the World Cup. So clearly, he's not as vested as the French as the French and Argentinian fans. I will say one of the things that that's weird about the World Cup because we're just not as vested in some of in this thing as a lot of other countries are. But just the the absolute rot or die or winner cry emotion, you know what I mean? That are there with the. It's crazy to me, man. Like it, they oh, yeah. keep they keep cutting out to like little towns here and there, and you just have people like in tears, like yeah. just absolutely like this is no, like, like they're so wrapped up in the World Cup, and you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm like, oh well, you know, it's great that the U.S. does well. Oh, it's a shame they lost. All right, bye. Like I'm not, I'm, I don't have any profound pain right <laughs> from this experience, but sure. watching these other fans in these countries, I mean, it's like it's, it's like. You know their team goes out, man. It's like they're, it's like they got stabbed. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like somebody kicked their dog. I mean, they are so heartbroken and crestfallen. It is nuts to me. But no, it's 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 it's, ma- it's massive, and you yeah. love you love to see it. It's 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 uh, it's it's incredible. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it, you're absolutely right. You're down. Yeah, you know, it's the 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 best of the best. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's um. It's it's amazing to see the level of play and 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 yeah I mean I guess just just to say real quickly I mean what you said you know how does this cement Messi's legacy I mean it absolutely does and and, and I think what's also great is I mean you know really you could say all the stars you know showed up like they were supposed to in the finals I mean you know, again maybe not so great for the first eighty minutes but Mbappe certainly got it done in the end and showed anybody who possibly doubted him just how, how incredibly t- gifted he is and he's still a very young dude so I mean he, he's he twenty three. I think so. He's he's a t- he's a terror, and I mean he's he's going to be fun to watch. I mean he's already been very fun to watch, but yeah, he, he's he's so super gifted. Uh, but you know the fact that you know you know he gets a hat trick. Messi has two goals. They both play super important roles. Yeah, anybody anybody who gave even the slightest shit about soccer, if they watched that match and weren't entertained, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> well, if you didn't enjoy the World Cup final, 
in totality. Yeah. You you yeah. did you a you didn't watch it, or b you're not a sports person. You can say you're not a soccer person. I don't like yeah. football, but if you love the drama of sports, that World Cup final was fantastic. It's incredible. It was, it was the best I've ever seen. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can find fault with. Um, you know the Qatar World Cup thing. The final isn't one of them. Exactly. The, the final was tremendous. Though so I'm not a fan of the uh, of Martinez dry humping the the award. <laughs> not, not a fan of that. It's thought, a bit much. Bit much. I, I thought but. it was a little. It was a little. Little excessive. Little excessive. Perhaps. So, and he deserves some criticism. Uh, I think he came out and said he, he 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 said he did it because the French booed him. But I don't know. That seems a little petty in that moment. But that's yeah, that that's an opinion, you know. Uh, I, I I would like to believe we don't see people dry humping, you know, the Lombardi or the Stanley Cup <laughs> or the World Cup trophy. <laughs> but I guess if you know they they say it fits like a glove, right? I mean, he's just <laughs> <sighs> anyway. All right. Well, we need need to do a salute clock, and uh, I'm gonna need a bathroom break. But let's. Mark, let's get you out of here. Um, so let's do a salute clock, and then uh, I think I'm gonna stretch my legs for a minute, and then we'll do wrap up. I've I have enjoyed a couple of a kindred spirit headspace. Very good. Um, I do like that beer. That's a local brewery here in Richmond, Virginia, and uh, the headspace is is I don't, man, it's just good, man. That's a good beer. I love that one. Even I like it, and I'm not really huge on IPAs. Yeah, well, it's not overly bitter. You know what I mean? Depends on what you like, but that that's a nice that's a nice refreshing that's a nice refreshing beer. So I've got that, and then I also have uh, a shocker. I've got my Jack Daniels and some Mexico. Mm. Randy, since your big mug piped in, what you got, bro? So you know, since we're getting close to the uh, you know Christmas season, and well, I say we're here, but obviously Christmas itself. I decided to do something fancy and made myself a whiskey sour, oh, which was, uh, I figured, you know, use some of the Moxie's whiskey, why not? You know, nice. just for shits and giggles. It's pretty tasty, too. Uh, but uh, for the beer, I uh, we found something at Wakeman's called, from a Solace Brewing, and they're in Sterling, Virginia. It's called uh, Griswold's Winterbach. Oh. And on the can, it looks like it's dressed up as Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation. Nice, I like that. Pretty tasty too. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you know, shitter's full, but you know that's that's beyond well, that's besides the point. Once Whitfield showed up, you knew the shitter was full. Merry Christmas, shitter's full. <laughs> Mark, what is your punk ass er enjoying uh, tonight? By the way, uh, thanks for paying the refs off. But um, what do you? <laughs> I'll, look, dude, dude. That was I'll, Mara. All I'm saying, man, sure. let me tell you what. It, you need to be aware of this is the time of year. You got to be aware of porch pirates, right? With your Amazon deliveries and whatever else is showing up at your house. It's a dangerous time of year. You know what I mean? So, look, with all that highway robbery going up, going on in D.C., and that cheap-ass flag of McLaren, I'm just saying, man, you, beware <laughs> of the porch pirates and of that officiating crew, man. Bunch of thieves out there. Y'all better check to make sure, you know, you got your packages or if anything went missing that night. 
because they were stealing games in DC and they were probably stealing crap off your porch like late night. Just saying, <laughs> just that, saying. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am enjoying a uh, day crush sessions session sour ale. Mm. Very delicious. That's it. That's it. All right. I thought I thought you'd have like a, a twofer, like you had one earlier and you had this one now. <laughs> Surprisingly, not tonight. How about that? All right, fair enough. All right, Randy. Look, the 49ers have a they had a plus twenty point. Oh my god, the 49ers have a plus eighty eight point differential versus their division. Plus eighty eight. Now, granted, that doesn't surprise me. Now, granted, the Rams are sucking some ass. The Cardinals are fucking terrible, for for sure. And Seattle's been a little bit of a mess. But plus eighty eight point differential versus their division. That's the best by any team versus a division this season. That's crazy. So in honor of that point differential, what are you consuming? What is your beer differential? What do we what did we call it last week? The beer mass index? What is your beer mass index tonight? Well, considering I've already told you what I've been drinking, shouldn't we be going to Shannon? Oh, I forgot what you were drinking. Apparently my, my beer mass index is very high. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, considering what you did before the podcast and during, yes, oh. yes, it is. Your BMI is pretty high. Well, Shannon, <laughs> Shannon, uh, considering you have a negative thirty-three BMI, oh. be- because you because your Colts blew a thirty-three point lead. What are you not drinking tonight? Because you you should be abstaining. <laughs> you should be on the on the negative end of the beer curve. Well, Damn, I, bro, we're we're going on a triple header tonight. Look, uh, I drank. I drank the very last uh, dancing kilt wheat goblin. Nice, which oh, is nice. a nice thirteen percenter. Scottish mm-hmm. ale. Having the very last dancing kilt headless horseman mm. of the season. You should have saved that. I know, but I'm finishing off with a uh, busky twenty twenty two heritage. Their heritage. Uh, that they have that they just kicked off this week that'll probably take over the entire year for uh, heritage. So, all right. Hey, so in other words, it doesn't have balls. Whoa! Did you say balls? <laughs> Yo, I think I fucking did. Did you say Whoa. jingle balls? Fuck them. Actually, we're wearing those t-shirts on Christmas morning. What jingle balls? Jingle balls. Shannon, you, you care said Justin. <laughs> Balls. Say hello to my new friend. Hey, tell him about the t-shirt. Whitfield, what are you and your Tootsie Roll drinking? (laughs) I'm a man. I'm 40. (laughs) Did someone tell you that? (laughs) Hey, where are the white women at? You're such a dick. Excuse me while I whip this out. (laughs) (laughs) Don't taste me, bro. Don't taste me, bro. I saw a Pepsi. What's in that Pepsi, Redfield? Pepsi. That's the way I'm staying out. Guess like, given the Packers season, there better be some rum in there with that shit. But they are who we thought they were. <laughs> Tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> Fucking retard. <laughs> <laughs> you took a nap earlier. You're fine. Whatever. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, you'll be all right. Oh my God! But yeah, Shannon, you should uh, fill Justin in on those T-shirts we got for uh, that Friendsgiving. What? Holy cow! 
I mean, you mentioned Jingle Balls. Jingle Balls? Hmm? Who, did somebody just fart? <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> what the fuck that was? <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? Oh, my God. I'll let it go, bro. Oh, my God. You did. Indeed, you did. Oh, Lord. By the way, I, I will say a special whoa, kudos. Whoa, whoa. What? You owe me. You owe me. <laughs> really? Yes. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Can't hold it back anymore. Randy, 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 this is when you're supposed to go. I don't know. I've been around you when you've cut them, but the smell bothered me. For oh, sure. man. <laughs> say, it's been some that's times, a, man. That's a true story. I mean, I've been around some MacGuffin farts. <laughs> so have I, let me tell you. We all have. I'd get the hell out of there, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, when, when you when you're uh, when you're rivaling Mark, you're doing good. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Are, are you oh. saying we need to have a fart off? No, I, I am not no. saying that. Go for it! I dare you. <laughs> no. no, no, nobody, Shannon, nobody other than you brought that up. <laughs> nobody, nobody. I, I felt challenged. I, I mean, like I, I, I can't speak for your academic experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Kentucky, bro. It ain't that good. Uh, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> See, Justin, when you said something about Shannon dropping bombs or the Colts dropping bombs, that's what I was expecting you to play earlier, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Well, Winamp took, uh, I mean, actually, uh, uh, Music Beat took a moment. That was on a regular platter hard drive. Took a minute to spin up. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the there's the zero. Oh, 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 oh. What? That's, oh my god! That's the old that's the old D stack gorilla. Oh my god! <laughs> that's old school. That's old school, dude. Holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> I think I've never actually heard that stuff. Oh my god, dude! That's amazing. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? This is not a D statocracy, by the way. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Woo. Hey man, when you're when you're bruising, like if I can just touch Justin like this, barely touching, you're bruising. As if all of you can see Ooh. that, he's just poking me in the arm. Oh, you can see it through a podcast. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, hey, we both have faces for podcasting. <laughs> we both have faces for podcasting. That must have been a moonshine night. I don't know. Uh, yeah, probably. Look, God yeah. damn it. Why is this there, you fucking prick? <laughs> I don't even know what that sound bite's about. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my lawn! 
There you go. There you go. <laughs> old reliable. Uh, old reliable. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Anyway. All right, man. Whew. Holy balls. All right. Mark, you ran over. Um, yeah, that's all right. I, I, I always take the over. We know that. Yes. I, hey, real quick, a Mark. What? Brea, what are we thinking? Did we talk about the Mets to lead the podcast, you asshole? In, indeed we did. <laughs> if you had been here at the beginning, you would have known that. Oh, shit. It's it's exciting shit. We'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> 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 fucking, fucking Whitfield, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Randy down there huffing and puffing. And they let him blow his house away. Uh, for fuck's sake. Uh, anyway. Yeah. All right. Mark, That's let's get for that one. Mark, uh, let's get you out of here. Um, I need at least a bathroom break and then I'm going to do wrap up. Uh, Mark, I know you got to go to uh, PA in the morning, so I don't want to keep you. You're more than welcome to hang out if you want, but. Yeah, I better, I better peace. No. But yeah. it's fine to piece Not out. a bad idea. You said one thirty, and it's already two fifteen. So you're forty five minutes over. And look, I know you're probably just gonna go sit there and play FIFA. Um, <laughs> so I'll see. Uh, I'll check the PlayStation Network later, and I'll see you playing <laughs> FIFA. You fuckface. But <laughs> and finish the finish the twenty eighteen God of War, would you? Come on, man. Fin- I know. Finish that, would you? Well, but no, it like it was great to catch up. Enjoy, enjoy your Giants thievery of that win. <laughs> enjoy that. But no, no, it was it was it was great to hang out. It was good to catch up. Good to see you. So uh, look, safe travels for Christmas. And um, I don't know. You have any uh, kind of wrap up? Because we'll do our own wrap up. But do you have any kind of wrap up Christmas, whatever sports or sports brew or I don't know whatever thoughts. Oh, just uh, you know, Merry Christmas to to you bastards. It was excellent seeing all y'all, and uh, definitely Merry Christmas to all the listeners and Happy New Year. And uh, yeah, it was, it was great getting to, to catch up. Uh, it's been been a little bit of a rough time. Uh, unemployment and all has been been kicking my ass a bit, but it was damn good to see all you cats. And uh, yeah, um, I don't know if we'll if we'll be able to do one next week or not, but. Uh, uh, I'll definitely hopefully be here uh, far more often going forward. Uh, but yeah, it's good to see all you kids. Well, maybe we can start slightly earlier next week. Excuse the hiccup. <laughs> I, I will say this: that, that look, dude, look, dude. I did not get you a PS5 for Christmas. I did not. I did. R- Randy knows the drill. This PS5 I have is what Randy. It's a family gift. <laughs> it's a family <laughs> present. Well, you told me that too. <laughs> My wife's. It is. Somebody asked me. I don't know if Randy, if you asked a question, but somebody asked early tonight if, if if Sarah was okay with it. I'm like, no, not really. But she's just come to accept it because I already bought it. <laughs> so I have like the PS5. I've got three extra controllers. I've got the headphones and like the wireless charging base for the controllers, dude. I was like, ah, hell with it. I'm buying all of it. Hey, quality family gift. I get it. Yeah. Family present. <laughs> well, well done. You'll well done. So I'm, I'm sorry, Mark. I'm not giving. Oh, oh, oh. And I have the extra two terabyte SSD that I'm putting in there. So yes. I co- I covered my bases, and I I don't think Sarah realizes how large the PS5 is. 
<laughs> so I don't. Oh, know. it's a big bitch. Uh, yeah. Uh oh. She, she's large, as Mark would say. That PS5 is large and in charge. There it is. Yeah, but that's a big ass damn console. Yeah, that's a big ass console, man. Like straight up. You know what? I I think I need to look up just for Mark. I'm just gonna look up large. I that I know I'll find it. Large in charge. Large in charge. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta let that play out, bro. That's the sound bite. <laughs> that's it. Oh, is it? I that's thought it. there was more to it. No, oh. it just goes large and in charge. That that's all. Nice. <laughs> Hakuna Matata. What the hell is this? Oh, I know. Oh, track not found. That that's buried on a different drive. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's all right. Boo. What the fuck's that? He had to do with anything? Oh, sorry. Can't say no. Oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, there's Shannon. Where that's, is that? Hold on, yes. hold on. Oh, that's that's vintage. Oh yeah. Yes. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Balls. Do 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 do. Ball sack. <laughs> what the fuck? Ball. Turn into like an arcade video Ball game. Ball sack. Maybe. <laughs> I think we've clearly established that was a tremendously big bag of BS opinion. Big guy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Some of these are old. People get all Was that Mark or was that Matt? Who was that? People get that was the bitch sneeze. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it's titled. That's what that yes. sound is titled. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Oh my god. I remember that. Something wrong. We. Anyway. Holy fuck. Something wrong? Cheeseburger. 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 Oh god. That was dedicated to Mark back in the day. <laughs> That's too loud. Get a grocery bag. Sir. Anyway, all right. Uh, Mark, go get some rest. Peace out. I'm going to go grab a, a fresh beverage and have a bathroom break, and then we'll do wrap up. But, uh, Mark, let's get you out of here. Appreciate it. Y'all take it easy. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Bro. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, you ho. Idiot. Hey, Mark. I need a vacation. You said it yourself. Chill out. <laughs> do you remember this? And for Mark, I do. Coming in out of nowhere is some train. <laughs> oh, Marky Mark. Yeah, man. Why not? There you go, Mark. Just for you, bro. Drops of Jupiter. Drops of Jupiter. If it was dedicated to Whitfield, it'd be Drops of Stupider. That's savage as fuck, bro. You might have to remind me of that one. We might need to stick that on Whitfield some point. Drops of Stupider. Damn. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, no, watch this. I didn't remember that. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I like that, man. Stupider. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's some that's some rewind ass shit right there. Yeah, that's damn, that is old. Because the mics have to be set up totally different. Like we sound so weird. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. We sound so weird. So that's old school. I don't know what the the timestamp is on drops of stupider, but uh, it says uh, August 2016. But I feel like it's older than holy that. shit. Holy yeah. crap! Wow, oh, that's six six plus years, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> Bro, when, when was that? The D stat The D stat fart is is showing as uh, November thirtieth, twenty twelve. Wow, dude! Serious. Hey. You know, and the funny part. Serious. <laughs> the funny part is, is that was pre podcast, and Mark did right. not realize we were recording. <laughs> It was pre like, and Justin was still recording, and he did it just just to <laughs> fuck just with him. Uh-huh. And Justin was recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what the beautiful moment. What a beautiful was... moment brings, brings a tear to my eye, you know. Yeah. Yes. That fart <laughs> brought a tear to a lot of people's eyes. I've Pro- probably yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt there. <laughs> it brought tears to our eyes. Oh. <laughs> Everyone, but the center. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was everyone but Mark Center over there. What are you talking about? <laughs> As you can tell by the fact, everything went. <laughs> 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 wow! Holy shit! Oh, wow. There you go. Did you, enjoy, did you enjoy the memory lane stuff there? Look, I God did. Damn it! Why is this there? You fucking prick! Whoa! <laughs> Get off my lawn! Okay, thanks, Shannon. There you go. Thanks, Shannon. That was loud. You're, you're Jeez. Wake you up. Yeah, that'll do it. Anyway, all right. Some emotion. All right. Go get... Honey <laughs> on that bitch. Yo, put some honey on that bitch. There you go. McGuff. Put some honey money on that bitch. Honey money? Just honey. No honey money. No money. money. Just honey. Just a honey. <laughs> on that bitch. On that bitch. Because if you put money on that honey, then you're at a strip club, and it's a bitch. Oh. Should we ask Mount... Uh, What's his face? No, no, no. Not in the. Hey, look, if Kate Upton's oh, there, Shannon Brooklyn Decker is up. there, you can put some honey in that bitch. Outside of Ooh, that. Oh, hey, man. Hey, oh. No, Bryant McKinney. That's a whole different honey pot. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think God I've heard damn. that since we've recorded it. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> was that a decade ago? He, I mean, that. Uh, someone was saucy uh, when they did that. Bro, I, I know I was saucy. Yeah, that says two, that says two o two twenty eighteen, but that feels like that date stamp is no, not, is not that, correct. That, that's I was about to say that, that feels like it feels like it was a lot older. Yeah, that's it, what she said. Anyway, yeah. Whoa, hey no. now, temporary. <laughs> that was that was a Winfield no. No. And the Matt laugh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right, all right. We gotta let you. We're, we're, it's just like episode the accidental four hundo that that doesn't exist yet. And here we yeah. are. Uh, exactly. Happy uh, Merry Christmas, Mark. Love you, buddy. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, one too. Appreciate you. Back at you. Uh, Love you, Matt. We'll see you, bro. He's got to be up at six. All, all right, right, folks. Go to sleep. Love Even you the guys. Good, 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 good seeing y'all. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Christmas, Merry, Merry Christmas, guys. Peace. Merry Christmas. All right. Hey, Whitfield, Whitfield. 
what's the Packers' chances of making the playoffs before you go to sleep? Uh, all right, come on. They got to be. It all Miami. depends on. It all depends on Sunday. That's all I can say. Beat Miami and they I go think from there. They beat Miami and they go from there. All right, there you go. All right, beat Miami like you beat your meat. All right, good night, yes, friend. Woo! <laughs> what, what do you think? Bless. I mean, what, what do you think the answer to that question is? Answer it for me. Is it acceptable? No, it's not acceptable. You he didn't even respond to that. So not today, did. mother. Not today, brother. Not today. <laughs> Oh, God. You and your fucking drunk ass. Jesus. I know, right? What is this one? Ocho to Choco? Ocho Cinco. I think you've been reborn as Choco Stinko. <laughs> I don't even remember that. That's September, I don't either, September, clearly. September 2012. Wow. Wow. That, that's go. definitely old school. Peyton, Peyton Grossman? What the hell is that? Bro, For a bro. second, I thought somebody that, went in and Peyton like, Manning and Rex was, Grossman. Well, yes, I understand that. Thanks a lot for the translation, MacGuffin. Cunt. For a second, I thought somebody went in and like secretly switched his name plate to Grossman. It's no joke. That first quarter, I mean, that was ugly. I sent you that text in the game. I was like, seriously? Well, I mean, it was Peyton, ugly on a couple levels. Peyton Grossman was in the game. That's pretty bad. That was fail. And we're talking about one of the referees. I mean, we're not even talking about Peyton Manning here. <laughs> that was fail. It, it was. A, it was fail. It was a pretty bad fail. Three picks first quarter. You well, can't. I wonder can't if give that was the Rams kind of, game. I, I'm wondering if that was the Rams game where they got down 35 to Bagel. Maybe that that's September 2012. So you can you can cross reference that. But look, we're gonna take a quick pause. But before we do that, <laughs> sorry, man. Pinching off a loaf there, big <laughs> yeah. boy. Pinching off a loaf, baby. Uh, <laughs> Alrighty then. Class pinching off a loaf. So old. Anyway, uh-huh. alright. I don't know why we went down the sports brew tour of memory soundbite lane, but that was at least moderately entertaining for somebody. Maybe not y'all, but it was for us. That counts for something. Anyway, uh, we're just going to take a, a quick bathroom break. We'll be right back. We're going to do wrap up and some rapid fires, and we're going to get out of here. Be right back. Alright. Had to stretch our legs for a minute, but we are back. I wouldn't consider that a regular, you know, break in the second segment because Lord knows we don't have an hour and a half left on us. So <laughs> no, uh, no. Oh, so no, th- that's no. a quick break before wrap up a clock. Uh, <laughs> so anywho, yes, I did. I did water all the trees. So uh, hopefully it's too late for Santa to take notice and and give me some coal. <laughs> Well, oh. Captain Captain Snarky, uh, as we can imagine, is probably on the naughty list. Yeah, maybe, maybe I did. I did have yeah, Justin Green's probably on the nice yeah. list. Captain Snarky, <laughs> not so much. Cap, Captain Snarky is definitely naughty. So I definitely had a couple of uh, a, a blasts in the uh, podcast tonight. But that's okay. That'll be uh, fun. A couple. A couple. A couple. A couple. A couple. Okay. <laughs> a couple. I got yeah. you. Yeah, that'll be a fun. That'll be a fun playback <laughs> tomorrow. I can't wait for that. Um, you know what's not a fun playback? We're gonna we're gonna do rapid fire, uh, rapid fire o'clock and wrap up and get out of here. <laughs> My notes for this game were fucking a man. <laughs> Can you guess which game that was? <laughs> oh no, there's a few games that are like that. <laughs> which which one, bro? Which one? Ra- Raiders Patriots. My notes were <laughs> fucking a, dude. <laughs> How? How? Just, How? Just go down. Just How? go down. It's tied. You go to overtime. Fuck. <laughs> 
Dude, fourth quarter when Ramondre Stevenson pops off for that, I think it was a 34-yard touchdown. It's 24 to 17 after a two-point conversion, and somehow, some way, the football god smited them. You get you get uh, Carr firing off an end, end zone shot to Keelan Cole. They got ruled a touchdown, right? Wow. But he had it, dude. That that toe was on that line, man. That toe was no. out, bro. That toe no. was out, dude. And, and I know the refs basically said, well, you know, the play stands and, you know, had we ruled it not a touchdown, it, w- it would have stood as not. The thing is, y'all ruled it a touchdown. There is no excuse in today's age with all of the replay angles and cameras. And I think it's what, – what is this crap? They don't have a pylon camera. I mean, come on, dude. What, come on, What man. the hell are you doing, man? That guy was out o bounds. So the end should have never have happened. But you get that, that – non-touchdown touchdown and then you get one of the most tragic tragically hilarious yakety sacks endings to a game you could possibly get with three seconds left the game is tied just go to overtime bro what the hell man stevenson goes run it off he gets a good good gain and then he gives it to Jacoby Myers, and Myers goes like, I don't know, 15 yards backwards and then throws the ball. What are you doing throwing it to Mac? What the hell is Mac Jones going to do? Like, like what? What is Mac Jones going to do all the way I, back? There's nobody back there. It's a, terrible de- it's a terrible decision. It's a terrible decision, and it's compounded by the fact it doesn't even make the Mac Jones. It goes to Chandler. Wrong Jones goes to Chandler Jones, and then Chandler Jones stiff arms Mac Jones in the face, stiff arms him, runs he over literally that. Just he, says, he he could have he could have teabagged that dude. He could. Oh no! <laughs> it, it, it's like putting your 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 kid down for a nap. He's like, shh. <laughs> no, no, see, like, literally, like pitiful. it wasn't even forceful. It was just like, no, no, you sit there, no. while I go bro. Mac Jones, memo, future memo. Dude, just take him out of the legs, bro. Ankle tackle, something. Whatever you were doing in that moment was tragically bad. That play, that play, because of how atrocious it was, I don't know if that's going to knock him out of the playoffs. If they don't make it, they're going to look at this play, right? This is this is, this is is the one that sealed their fate of fail. Uh, that was an atrocious tackle attempt by Mac Jones. Kudos to Chandler Jones for stiff arming I mean, him down and running over, come on, run over man, the like, guy. I I hear you. I hear you. It was just it was multiple levels of fail of one play. That was an all time horrendous, horrendous play. That was take, terrible. Take that, the knee and let the clock run out. I've heard of situational football. That was situational football. That yes. was absolute 100% shit. That was one of the worst plays I have ever seen in my life. And I have watched the swinging gate. I've watched the Colts line up in some weird formations. Oh, I, on the punt? Oh, yeah, my God. I have, I have seen Danny Werfel play at the NFL level. I have seen Sexy Rexy saying, F it, I'm going deep. I have seen some tragically bad football in my life that play is an all-time atrociously awful football play y'all deserve the highlights or lowlights and that will be replayed in perpetuity it was that bad it was awful it was awful you gave the game i don't know that they would have won the game but you gave the game away with stupidity and that of all the teams you would expect that kind of brain fart from, it's not Bill Belichick. <laughs> you just wouldn't. 
That was so bad. Situational football 101. That was it. Jacoby Myers, awful. Ramondre should have just eaten that one. Just go down, dude. Just go down. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's just the fact that I was at um, Penny's Works Christmas party. So <clears throat> I didn't get, I wasn't watching the games. I was following on a game cast on ESPN. I'm like, oh, these, these games are going to overtime because there's X amount of time left. Okay, that makes sense. We're going overtime. That's when I made the comment. I was like, yeah, there's so many games going overtime today. Because mm-hmm. I literally thought that that game and then the Chargers game, I thought those two games were going overtime. Yeah. And then next thing I know, I refreshed and went, <laughs> wait, what the fuck? Well, yeah, the lateral from hell spurred what the fuck. Yes. <laughs> but it wasn't just that. Even even the uh, the Chargers game, I was like, wait a second. They kicked the field goal with like five seconds. What the hell? I mean, yeah. both games ended like that. And I was just like, well, so much for my stupid-ass comment about all these games going overtime today. Thanks a lot, Randy. I, I jinxed that shit. It's Dick, my fault. Dick or good the job, kicker. good effort. Dick or the well, kicker, I mean, dude. It's, it's, it's the Patriots. Fuck them. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> they <laughs> won enough Super Bowl. Exactly. Right? There you go. There you go. Fuck them. Wow. Fuck them. So harsh. Oh, I think Wendy will get a good laugh out of that. He might. He probably didn't at the play. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably sitting there going, really, bro? He probably chugged what beer he had and grabbed another one and just started chugging. Oh. If it was even a beer, he's probably I don't, drinking I don't think there's liquor enough, at this point. I don't think there's enough beer to erase <laughs> that bullshit. I mean, my God. But Chandler Jones, I know what he said. What can I say except... Welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. Ridiculous. Just ridiculous. By, by the way, everyone wanted to say that was the first time in history that was ever done. And they totally forgot about Bobby Boucher in his first collegiate game. <laughs> If you're recalling Bobby Boucher's first collegiate game, he threw a lateral to the guy who said he was going to sleep with his mama, and he ended up running it back for a touchdown, and the the Mud Dogs lost that game. Oh, my God. You brought up Bobby Boucher. Do I look like I give a fuck, Billy Gap? I'm just saying, man. Like, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. People are saying that's the first time it's ever happened, and I'm Uh-oh, like, no. Oh, oh here, here's the banner of the culture raise. Sanford and Son. Uh, Sanford and Son is probably going to protest that. <laughs> <Raise it laughs> <on> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Red Skelton's going to come from the grave and be like, nah, bro. That ain't happening. <laughs> Like, Ursa, nah, Beth, Ursa Beth, I'm coming to join ya. <laughs> That's some tragic shit, dude. How? <laughs> Man, we're supposed to do some quick hitters. We're doing some quick shitters here at this point. Oh my god, that was terrible. Pretty, pretty much. Uh, speaking of quick shitters, um, I, I will say that is the entire second half for the Bucks against the Kudos to the Bengals. To be down 17, 17 to nothing in the comeback. 
and uh, Brady and the Bucks turning over, turning it over on what four consecutive possessions? Awful, awful, awful. Bengals had thirty-four unanswered points, and Brady lost for the first time in a twenty-three-year career after leading by at least seventeen points. He had been eighty-nine and zero before that Bengals game. That is pitiful. Well, ironically, he's getting a lot of this year. He is getting, he's getting a lot of, usually it's, it, it's, it, he's getting a lot of worst first this year. It's very weird. Yeah. It's very weird. Ironically, uh, the Colts lost for the first time leading 33 to 0 this year <laughs> as well. <laughs> the, the, dude, the Colts went full Dirk Nowitzki. Oh my God. Too bad that was at halftime. Yeah, it wasn't. Him. Which is what I did after the first half because I was I knew the result <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching this this second half. No, they they went full uh they went full hard knocks. And also, don't be the guy that takes a shit in the porta potties. All right, I I, I went in there, I about threw up. All right. <laughs> Don't be that guy that takes a shit in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Bruh. They were too busy playing the last Christmas game with Wham, maybe. Thirty-three points. Yeah, you gave it away. All right. My God. Went red hot chili peppers on that oh, shit. Oh Jesus! So terrible. It was so terrible. Terrible. Shannon. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I think I'm gonna have to take over the GM role. I, look, I really do. Look, look, look. I, I look, think look. I'm gonna have to take that shit over. Look, Colt, the Colts get the uh, Peter Dinklage coming up short award of the week. I thought that was the Matt Whitfield award. It was, but that was so bad. It was so bad the Colts took it, took it over. Matt's just Tootsie Rolling. Oh no! <laughs> oh, God. All right. All right. All right, Shannon, Shannon, Shannon. Give me the Chicago Bulls version of the Colts collapse. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> Take a swig, Shannon. Take a swig. And <laughs> uh. now! This! Is how you come up short. Some dumbass kid has your new offensive coordinator that face the game. You're starting quarterback. Ryan's still playing? <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> that Ryan's still playing? Holy shit! Oh, oh my god! Hot potato, hot potato, potato, famine. That's what that team is like. My I, like God! Like I, I just don't understand how you lose Jonathan Taylor in the first quarter, and you build a thirty-three to zero lead, 
and you can't figure out a way to win the damn game. How do you fuck that up? I ought, like, how do you fuck that up? I mean, if you take three runs in a cloud of fart and yep. punt the ball and we're, it just play field position the rest of the game, how do you Some. not win that game? I don't know. They found a way. They found a way. Uh, you know who else found a way? Damn Lions taking care of the Jets. Kudos to them. That la- that last play, look, Lions ball, fourth and inches, or that last off- offensive touchdown for the, the Lions to take the lead. Uh, fourth and inches, Goff hit Brock Wright for a 51-yard touchdown. And I tell you what, man, I know he's not this player, but Brock, Le- Brock Wright was out there looking like fucking Travis Kelsey. Just embarrassing the defense running around, man. That was ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous. So kudos to the Lions for that. From one and six to seven and seven, the only team, by the way, that has made the playoffs after a one and six start. It has happened. Were the nineteen seventy Cincinnati Bengals, which I never would have guessed. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. No. So yeah. it's a rarity. I didn't know the Bengals made it in the seventies. So. <laughs> Look, man. Dan Fair Cam- enough. Like, we love some Dan Campbell. We do. You know he he don't he don't mince words. He's gonna bite some kneecaps off. They got fight in them. We'll see we'll see how they close the season. But uh, that that was a good win. I'll tell you this, man. I'm gonna give some kudos to the scrappy ass Texans making the Chiefs work for it. And um, look, the Chiefs closed that out, got the win. Jarrett McKinnon popped off for a 26 yard touchdown run uh, in overtime. So good on them for getting it done. I got to tell you, with Tannehill going out. With the Titans, look, Derrick Henry's a stud for sure. I don't know how on earth the Titans are going to close this season, but I feel like Houston Houston has played so tough the past couple of weeks. I feel like i got to take Houston and pick them to beat the Titans, which sounds so weird, but I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it. Uh, also, uh, look, man, I'm glad Green Bay got the win against the Rams on Monday Night Football. That's a not a great Monday Night Football game, by the way. Whew. Flex those out, please. <laughs> right? I mean, I understand, like, when they're doing the schedule beginning of the season, what they were thinking. You're talking about Green Bay versus the current Super Bowl champs. Well, clearly, there was the current Super Bowl chumps versus, uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's just, I felt like, now, if Baker Mayfield came in and actually played well and actually did what he did the week before, okay, I'd say there's something there with the Rams. But since he just all of a sudden became what we all have seen from the past couple of years, it's like, well, good luck. Good luck. Uh, the Rams are 4-10. and 10. They've matched the highest loss total by any defending Super Bowl champion. Season's not oh. done yet. So I'm, sure, I'm, say, I'm sure they'll surpass that, no problem. <laughs> yeah, they should surpass that without Wait, issue. Are, are you saying they are who we thought they were? Yeah. They they poo who we thought they were, yes. But at um, the beginning of the season, we didn't think they would be this god-awful. No, no. True, true. Injuries, other, other issues, they're terrible. And I know uh, Stafford said he wasn't retiring on his wife's podcast. Here's what I would say to that. Even if he was going to retire, he can't announce that he's going to retire because of the way his contract is done. You know he has injury guarantees, right? 
So you have to keep rehabbing and attempting to play. I don't know that we're ever going to see him play again, but he's not just going to retire, you know, for freebies. He's got a lot of money that's still hanging out there. So got to make that money, my man. Just saying, just saying. But um, yeah, the Rams have the highest loss total by any defending Super Bowl champion ever. Uh, well, they've matched it. Excuse me. You know the the other team that had ten losses was it the Broncos after Elway? It, you are correct. It was the Broncos after nice Elway. Nice pull. After they won the Super Bowls, they got consecutive Super Bowls ninety seven ninety eight. Elway retired. The Broncos finished six and ten in nineteen ninety nine. Wow. Okay. Good job. That, that's job. the only time I would have thought. So. Yeah, no, you, you you did well. Uh, also, salute to all the uh, people that were throwing snowballs at that Bills-Dolphins game. You had to know what was going to happen. You had to How know. fun would that game have been? Oh, dude. my God. Uh, I thought it was hilarious that they, were, the, 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 they basically had to put on the board that they were going to start penalizing the Bills. <laughs> like if people kept throwing snowballs, that was hilarious. But you can't leave all that snow in the, in the stadium for the, that fan base. You can't. Get real. That's what you get for not clearing the, the, the seats. Yeah. I mean, shit. But uh, the Bills scored the last 11 points in that game uh, to seal the win, uh, overcoming an eight-point deficit. So they got it done. Uh, Josh Allen, by the way, threw four touchdown passes to increase his career total to 171. And he tied uh, Miami quarterback Dan Marino for the most by an NFL player in their first five seasons of their career. <laughs> Excuse me. My gosh. Bless you. Mm-hmm. What's funny is he has a – I like how the, the stat says uh, his career total is 171, and that includes one receiving. <laughs> so rando. Josh Allen, man, he's fun to watch. Uh, Chargers-Titans, yeah, that was a little bit weird. That was 7-7 in, in the fourth quarter after Bullock missed a 51-yard field goal. And then they uh, the Chargers got an Eckler TD run, and then the Titans tied it up. And kudos to Tannehill for, for gutting through that ankle injury in that game, but – it sounds like he's done for the year. Uh, I will say one of the plays that stood out to me, there was about uh, 32 seconds to go in this game, 14-14, and Herbert scrambled and he uncorked just an incredible sideline throw uh, to Mike Williams. And um, they spiked the ball, ended up kicking a field goal for the win. Dicker the kicker. Kudos, <laughs> number one. It's just fun to say Dicker the kicker. Uh, but a, a, a 43-yard field Shocker. goal. Yeah. Uh, to seal that win, seventeen to fourteen. I don't know how much I trust the Chargers, but I, I would say I trust them more than the Titans at this point. It feels like Jacksonville is going to steal that division. Um, uh, yes, yeah, it it just does. You know, they got some mojo, they got some momentum, but it, it feels like that's what's going to happen. So, and that's really, you know, I'm honestly, guys, I think we've covered everything we wanted to cover. So I guess it's really about wrap up thoughts and peacing out. And uh, maybe some well wishes for Christmas. So I, I will say uh, safe travels to everybody. I hope you have a fantastic Christmas or, you know, if, if, if you know, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, um, happy holidays. I don't know. Whatever it is you celebrate, man. I'm not of the mindset that I take offense to any of those things. I'm very much a believer that uh, while we celebrate Christmas, I know everybody else does not. But if I say Merry Christmas, right? It's not meant as anything other than a well wish, well wishes. So, you know, roll with it. I don't think there's anything there to be offended by. So, you hope people enjoy the holiday season with their friends and their family. And I hope that you guys do. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Same to you. You know, uh, looking forward to it. My kids are six and eight. So, we're still kind of in prime time 
you know, Christmas Zone and Elf on the Shelf and all that other rigmarole and family presents. So can't wait for my PS5. I mean, uh, the family. Enjoy that PS5 family present, bro. Can't wait for the family's PS5 family present. Um, I don't, I don't know what system I'll buy next year. I don't think there's one that I'll be able to purchase. So I might be on the other. Considering the uh, slim, the PS5 slim supposed to be coming out. Is it? God bless. Right after I bought the full size job. (laughs) The slim and the PS5 Pro are supposed to be coming out. Yeah, I haven't seen anything official about the PS5 Pro. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. The Slim will, though. Well, the Slim will. Yeah. But I don't know about the... <laughs> unless they're going to have to jump up to the 8K, which, like, I'm still... Like, and I don't I don't even have a... Actually, I do have a 4K. I have a 4K TV in my office. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's... The PS4 well, Pro felt yeah, like mo- it, it, was, it was designed... You know, they did that for the 4K stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. But if the PS5 handles for, I mean, are they going to do a mid a, a refresh for 8K? I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. Not like there's anything really in that type of resolution right now, anyway. So, no. but I tell you, I, I might be slightly annoyed if I just dropped this and all of a sudden the PS5 Pro drops. Oh wow! <laughs> I might be slightly annoyed. A little bit of a kick in the dick. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. Anyway. Well, uh, look, uh, however you celebrate, make it, make it fantastic and, um, you know, have fun with friends and family and, you know, look, Christmas, I, I, I love Christmas. I love the holidays. I think it's a great time to unwind and catch up and eat too much and drink too much and, and make random foods. The Lord knows how much we're baking, uh, to take over to my mom's house, uh, to have a holiday meal with her. But, you know, looking forward to it. Always. We always have a great time with the kids and, um, I have a lot of great memories of Christmas as a kid, running around, running amok, and tearing stuff up. Uh, it, it's fun, and I hope that my kids end up having really great memories of Christmas of, of Christmas as well. So they ought to. I mean, my God, all the stuff that we've given them over the past couple of years. I mean, uh, it, that and Santa, you know, because the parents are Santa's helpers as well. <laughs> but uh, all kidding aside, I hope you guys have a great Christmas. And um, and just enjoy some downtime, enjoy some friends, enjoy some family, and and just enjoy the time, man. You know, absolutely. So there you go. We hit three o'clock. I guess that means it's time to shut the fuck up. Yeah, mm. probably not a bad idea. As Dirk Nowitzki would say, you sound like Mark trying to say precipitation. Precipitation. Man, he was on the struggle bus there, dude. Fuck him. It was crazy. <laughs> Nah, just don't make uh, Shannon say Cordero Patterson and you're good. Shannon, can you say Cordero Patterson three times quickly? Uh, Cordero Patterson three times quickly. There you go. <laughs> oh, we got a comedian over here. Cordero Patterson, Cordero Patterson, Cordero. That's better. That's what I expected. <laughs> wonderful you're you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) all right well from all of us to all of you safe travels enjoy the holiday season christmas new year's hopefully we can rally up and record next week but if for whatever reason we can't uh we'll follow up in the new year's uh, tw- I can't believe 2023 minutes. I- I'm just saying, like, it's if if I don't man. get to Kentucky 
we may need to rally up in the basement one night next week. Oh, dear God. You want to come over here? The only way that's going to work is if you roll up with some moonshine. Just saying. I can do that. All right. Damn it. Why do I have to work next week? Wait, your work? I thought you were off through the year. No, I got to work. I got year end, dude. There is no there is no off button for next week. <sighs> Hey, Todd, always remember. Try not to be a cunt. It's Christmas. Take a tip from Santa's home. The rest of us are doing our best to be jolly. So don't go looking like you swallowed a bunch of holly. Don't shout at carols, singers, and tell them to stop. Don't buy your presents from the Oxfam shop. always love that song shannon uh, thanks for bringing that to my attention years and years ago yes sir i appreciate that that has become a mainstay yes on, on the it, brew it, amazing yeah it's pretty fantastic Lo- i love the ladies love fascinating ada todd to reach around. what <laughs> that's the wrong kind of stocking stuff for todd keep it to yourself man Anyway, <laughs> good lord! <laughs> to, to reach around. No. Sometimes you just need. Sometimes you just need a gland. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> With a reach round, sometimes you got to shake it off, right? All right, all right, all right. We get, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Uh, but, Wait, do you have but, to let it go? Well, yes. Dedicated to Shannon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Oh, Randy. You know you want to. Let it go. Turn away and slam the door. Just do it. So much peer pressure. <laughs> I know, right? So much no, peer I was gonna say, pressure. I was going to say, Shannon, uh, don't make me go Sam Jackson on your ass, all right? <laughs> Don't you wish you could turn back time, bro? Oh, my God. I'm going to chop you sober, bitch. (laughs) You know what? If Shannon comes over next week, I want you to show up just to chest chop his ass. (laughs) You know what? If we're all together next week and I don't have to go to Kentucky, let's fucking do it. I cannot believe we talked about the Washington-New York game, and I didn't play this soundbite for Mark. Eat shit, Wolf. How did I forget about that? How did I forget about that? You pre-gamed a little hard. That's oh why you forgot God. about it. Eat shit, wolf. Oh, 
Unbelievable. Anyway, all right. Anyway, look, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. And I don't know if it's a happy Kwanzaa, but that one, happy holidays, all the things, all the stuff. However, you celebrate, make it excellent. Or if you don't celebrate, just enjoy the time off while everybody else does, man. Whatever. Enjoy your time and don't be a cunt. Yeah, don't don't be a cunt this Christmas. But uh, look, from all of us, all of you, have enjoy the holidays, enjoy the season. And uh, we will catch you on the flip side. Maybe it's next week. Maybe it's 2023. We shall see. But from all of us to all of you, Merry Christmas. Enjoy it. Enjoy the football. And, uh, Randy, I'm not I'm not feeling good about this San Francisco-Washington game. I'm disappointed because if Washington had beaten the Giants, they would have been sitting pretty. Now, not feeling good about it. I, I, have, I have very little faith. I just want a competitive game with the 49ers. They give me that, I'll feel okay. I mean, it's two solid defenses, so you never know. You, you, you never and, Chase, know. and Chase Young's supposed to be playing. Chase Young is supposed to be back on field. It's been 13 months, I think. It'll be big to see him back on field. Hopefully he he's right. Hopefully he can play well. Um, I've said before, and I'll say it again, there's a large part of me that's just like, I wish they had drafted Herbert. <laughs> Instead of Jace Young, because I really like Justin Herbert, the football player, and I would have been so phenomenally happy with him as a Washington Redskin er, commander. That's not what happened. And I hope Chase Young, I mean, Chase Young has flashed some nice stuff, but, you know, get back on field, be right, and, and, and show the that rookie of the year kind of vibe again. <laughs> and if that's the case, then Washington fans will feel a lot better. But I, I think uh, there's a high probability people just in perpetuity are like, oh, what well, could have been with Herbert instead of Chase? I just, that's going to be tough to let go of. Tough to let, he's going to have to have a great career. But I hope he's healthy. I hope he's right. And it'll be good to see him back on field. And we'll see what he does. But the 49ers are a good team. And I, I want to say in their winning streak, they haven't given up uh, more than 17 points in a game. So Yeah, that's seven straight games where that's happened, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's going to be tough sledding. Um, and, you know, Brock Purdy had some really nice moments against Seattle. That double okey-doke was phenomenal. And he had a slide. I forget when it was. I want to say it was fourth quarter, but there was a moment where he was running with the ball. And to me, it's very heads-up for a rookie. It's very heads-up. He slid, but he did kind of an unusual slide where he was down on one knee sliding, but he held the ball out in front of him. Yeah, I noticed it. I, I thought that was kind of neat. I was like, wow, I've never seen a quarterback slide like no, that before. It, but it was, a, it was a very high-level awareness kind of slide, you know what I mean, with what they needed. And I will say, incidentally, I don't think this came up last week. Maybe it did. If it did, forgive me. I will say that, that rough in the passer call on Bosa was – tragically awful that was awful that seems to be part for the course for the rest this year i know it it wiped out uh i'm pretty sure that one wiped out a pick six um that that was a bad that was a that was a terrible call that was a terrible call and we have seen some shit calls this year i dude get this officiating cleaned up for the playoffs dear god come on man but what was the uh, consensus on twitter it was a great weekend of football horrible officiating it was a hell of a weekend, super entertaining, but the officiating was bad, dude. Yeah, the officiating was bad, man. Get all this crap out of the out of the way. 
get it out before the playoffs because I, I do not want to see a playoff game impacted that way um, with either a, a, a grotesque rough in the passer call or the absolute BS hosiery that happened at the end of that Washington, you know, Giants game. I don't want to see any of that in the playoffs, dude. I just don't. I, I mean, I mean, we're talking about that's bad. That is about as bad as a touchception back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I made a comment. I was like, man, this is like freaking replacement ref level. It, I mean, that's that's it's ridiculous. Because it is. It's because it is, and it, it it should not It should not come down to that. You know, uh, I'm I'm not real big on saying that the NFL is rigged or any of that stuff. But anytime you have games like that, I understand why people say it. You know what I mean? And that's what you don't want. You don't want to think it, and you don't want to you you don't want to ever kind of let your mind go to that. But when you have weird outcomes and weird situations and terrible officiating that really influences what a game is, like clearly influences what a game is, you go, I don't want it to be rigged, but I see why people think it. Yeah, and that's 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 a bad look for the league. It's a it's a bad look for the league. So. Yeah, go ahead. As I'm scrolling here, I'm seeing that, and this is not from what you were just talking about, but from the end of the Raiders-Patriots game, uh-huh. apparently a young Patriots fan in the stands at the uh, Raiders stadium was mocked and yes, uh, shit on by an old lady. And apparently Bob Kraft saw this video, he and did. he's inviting this young man, and he's going to get a customized jersey and get to go to pregame field passes to take in warm-ups and watch the game on the versus the Bengals this week. Yeah, that Raiders fan was 100% an absolute asshole. Yes, um, she was. And, you know, you and I, we've talked about this several times on, on, on this podcast over the years about how rough it is to go to games. There's a lot of people that are just dickheads, and it really takes away. I don't mind a little bit of, like, friendly trash talking a little bit of smack talk. I don't. I don't mind any of that. But there are people that legit get very hostile. You know, that's like that guy that got um, that got pushed down the stairs. Like, why are you pushing somebody down the stairs at a stadium? Like, yeah, why? that's stupid. And, and, and you know, if if they attack you, it's, if you're defending yourself, like legitimately, that's one thing. But just to push people down the stairs for being the fan of an opposing team, it's terrible. And I will always remember on one of the boards, and I still post on it, but there was a group of people on this one Redskins board, and, you know, they tipped somebody in a porta potty Like, you're lucky. You know what I mean? Like, why would you do that? That's disgusting. It's horrible. And, like, that's the kind of stuff that some, you could see somebody getting a gun out and shooting some. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like you start going, like, what does that turn into? Like, that's just terrible. It's all bad. And it, if you feel compelled to flip a porta potty with somebody in it because they're a fan of an opposing team, you're the dick. You're the asshole. Right? None of that is necessary. And it's it's that it's that fan extremism that has ruined the really ruined the game day experience for me. And yeah. I just I have no interest in taking my kids to a game because there's too many drunken assholes. It yep. completely ruins it but but yeah you are right jerry edmund is his name and he posted about it and uh there's some clips where somebody recorded this raiders fan i don't know how old she is 50s 60s i don't know she's old enough to know better right and she's just all in this dude's face talking shit giving him grief chirping at him whatever you want to say and 
you know, all that happened. And of course, you know, at the end of the game, he's seeing that fail debacle to end the game. And he stays calm the whole time. This lady is just in his face. If you haven't watched the clip, you should totally watch it here. I'll, I'll stick it in the chat in case you, you haven't seen it. Uh, but this lady is just giving this dude all sorts of grief. It's ridiculous. And uh, Robert Kraft, man, you know, if you don't like the Patriots for X number of reasons, I understand. But, you know, here in Virginia, um, after those football players from UVA got murdered, like he let them use the Patriots jet to fly to the funerals. Yeah, I mean yeah. that 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 was a you know that's not something that I don't know how much coverage that got, but that was that was a hell of a gesture, you know, it's a hell of a gesture. We can laugh about the happy endings and all that other stuff with Kraft, but they've definitely done some things that you have to give them some serious kudos for, and this is one of them because uh, that that fan took all kinds of lip service and grief from that Raiders fan who was just being a total asshole. Uh, that woman was being a total asshole to this guy, unnecessary. He's just, he's just, he just stays calm the whole time, man. And uh, Kraft uh, personally called Edmund um, and invited him to attend a Patriots game against the Bengals on Christmas Eve. He's get, he's getting a customized jersey and pregame passes to let him on the field before the game. So, you know that that's a pretty nice turnaround from uh, getting all that grief. You know, getting all that grief in that Raiders game. <laughs> there it is. We'll see if the game turns out better. Uh, I, I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> I, I would expect the Bengals to beat them, but he should have a pretty good game day experience. Uh, he had a, a tweet, and he said, I'd like to thank everybody for all the kind words. I'm the Patriots fan in the video. My name is Jerry Edmond, and that was my first ever NFL game. I didn't want to ruin my experience by retaliating towards that woman, so I kept my cool and Kraft thanked him for his uh, cool and first-class conduct during the exchange. So, tell you what, man, I'll raise a glass to that. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Merry Christmas to him. <laughs> and, yep. And Merry Christmas to you guys. This is a long podcast. It's yes, sir. We, uh, we got to call it. Two hours and 55 minutes. Holy crap, that's way yes. long. That, yeah. This is my whole day tomorrow. Thanks a lot, dicks. Total shocker. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> total shocker. Hoorah. Uh, anyway, from all of us, all of you, have a great night. Have a great week and enjoy the football. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, all that stuff. We'll catch you in the flip side. Keywords are sports and brew, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, all kinds of other services. You know the deal by now, or at least you should. Um, and we'll catch you. We'll catch you next time, friends. Merry Christmas. And here's the 2023, gents. Yep. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Shannon, you're supposed to go Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. There you go. <laughs> Especially you, Todd, you filthy animal. <laughs> Love you, buddy. <laughs> nice. I like that. Good job. Uh, wake up, music B. Almost said Winamp, but that's not right. <laughs> that's old school. My favorite part. All right, gents, go get some rest. Catch you on the flip side with the sports brew. And from all of us, all of you, good night now. Late. Late. Late.